This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Angrez apna lagan and news laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte when the public pays the public is served when corporations and advertisers pay they are served but sometimes when crowd funded subscription driven models exist they can fall prey to some horrible problems which have been alerted to us by alert subscriber Pratik Sachan who's written a very long mail about the dangers of subscription driven models and he's given some examples so that mail is an interesting one which i shall read but until we oh, reach that stage of that danger do subscribe and support independent media because it is still better than advertisers having complete sway over you so dear mufat khors who are listening to chota hafta kuch seekh ke zara subscribe karo and subscribers ramp up your subscription or get involved in nl sena project we have a new one which i will just tell you about but before that let me introduce the panel on the panel today all the way from mumbai in the blue corner weighing 184 pounds 6 feet for nice sorry wrong govindra jithiraj who is none of those things financial journalist founder and managing trustee of indiaspend.com he was uh, on the founding team of cnbc am i right govind yeah one of the early members yes and also of bloomberg TV, yes. Yes, TV. In India, yeah. And now you have recently launched factchecker.in. It's a fact-checking platform. And you are joining us from Bombay. And you are a journalist with some 20, 20 years of experience? I'd rather not say, but it's more than that. <laughs> oh, dear. So do you consider yourself a journalist still, Govind? Or do you consider yourself a... a journalist first. Journalist first. Always journalist first. You have not yes. become management like me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Okay. Also in our Delhi studio, Anand Ranganathan. Hello, Anand. Hello. Manisha Pandey. Hi. And Madhu will be joining us shortly. But before we give you a list of what all we'll discuss, I just have a couple of quick announcements to make. This podcast is produced by Karthik Nijhavan. Thank you, Karthik. And recorded by Anil. Thank you, Anil. And... um we have a new nl sena project underway but before that uh, manisha you want to give us a quick update not too much detail on the murthal uh, nl sena project was stopped up um a lot of dead ends on a let's yeah, explain how difficult it is to do a story which no one wants to tell yeah it's been quite it's been a little tough a because of the nature of the story it's it's a really it's a story where it, all major protagonists are really jaded they have spoken to media n number of times they're very rehearsed so it's very difficult to get anything new and or, to tell who's telling the truth and who's yeah, not yeah everything is very rehearsed and very coached so you will be getting to the b- bottom of it soon okay. uh yeah so it's been a little difficult but i'm going to uh, uh i'm going to give myself a proper deadline to this and finish this as soon as uh, next month yes because you see with something like a rape the the ideas to investigate did they happen or did they not happen because the two sides and it's very difficult because some villagers say no such thing happened and they will say that because they don't want badnami of the village most of them are say, have said that the trips that i went most of them like i said it's very coached and rehearsed they But know yet the line there are some yeah. people in which we cannot reveal who are certain it happened for xyz reasons yeah. and where the truth lies between is what manisha is trying to find out also We have a new NL Sena project up, and I do hope you will contribute to that. You may have seen our earlier report. T R Vivek did a fantastic report, which Manisha actually helped uh, help produce with the whole design 
on the Kaveri uh, water he uh, issue he traveled uh, up river or down river that upstream would be upstream of upstream. Kaveri in Karnataka and now he wants to do part 2 which will be the Tamil Nadu side it shows Kaveri chronicles uh, it's an expensive thing to do it takes 2 weeks to do all that travel 2 to 3 weeks then another week to write and put all those notes together so I do mean, think yeah i mean if you haven't read Kaveri part 1 you must read it and that will really uh, encourage you to wait for Kaveri part 2 we make i did a fabulous job with Kaveri yes and the illustrations really good, were just that, illustrations yeah beautiful. anisha's illustrations are amazing and he's a really he's a real joy to read his reports are really they're really uh, amazing so mufat khors you also guys get involved so uh, govin we'll start with you quickly i'll just tell you what all we'll discuss and you can tell me what you want to start with since you are the guest well this i've added republic is passe times now is officially the loony in the house their coverage of everything touch the nulo every day and each time i turn it on yeah. i fall off my bed and uh my parents <laughs> have got addicted to mirror now oh, uh, which is a great. new hot channel then uh prime minister modi today has said at the sabarmati ashram if i'm not wrong about condemning gorakshaks and it is not okay to kill people in the name of gor bhakti I am dissatisfied with this speech I will tell you why and we would like to hear the panel's views on this as well government decides to sell air india high five govin yes, all you bombay types are you jumping around no no not jumping I, you know one of the first things and which is why i said i want to talk on this subject is uh, because one of the first things i did uh, in my journalism career was uh, as a, i mean that of a uh, aviation journalist or i was an aviation reporter Hmm. So at uh, at a time when uh, Air India was just about the only player in town, and then some of the other private players started coming in. So I have I have a attachment to this subject, and uh, also uh, desire that Air India be sold as quickly as possible. Okay, just did you choose that beat because you would get free coupons? We did not get free coupons those days. <laughs> that became later <laughs> closer to the Neera Radia age of benefit. It predates the Meera Radia age, so that's how old I am to answer your earlier question. Dude, I actually thought you were in your like mid thirties. You have completely. 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 A Jammu and Kashmir police officer lynched outside Srinagar Mosque. I saw some videos of that ghastly act. Uh, I mean, it was shocking, and it just shows how depraved uh, mobs can be. Then U.S. names Hezbollah Mujahideen chief Salahuddin a global terrorist. But in Pakistan, the Khan be June be not ringy. Four people arrested for Junaid's lynching. Uh, two of them are employees of Delhi Jal Board, or one of them is an employee of Delhi Jal Board, oh, if no. I'm not wrong. Uh, and of course times now carried that as killings were led by delhi government jal board <laughs> like what the fuck does that mean oh like? my god really yeah do you have to see the tweets and they tried to twist it ki sala yeah delhi government pe chape and these guys are suspects also let's not just say it's yeah. being led by yeah. delhi jal board what these are suspects uh, no, and it's and the tweet made it sound like it's an official ki jal board sat around acha is bar pani kaam bhejna hai kahin nahi pehle zara maar dete hain do logo fir pani ki dekhi jayegi matlab times now gone man just irresponsible meera kumar files nomination papers as opposition presidential candidate so that's how You know, if I have a thing to say about that. I think I didn't like what Shushma Swaraj did. What did she do? Denigrating Meera Kumar by putting that video out. Okay, I missed this. Anand, yeah. we'd like to hear more about that. Uh, hundreds beat up a Muslim man in Jharkhand and set a thousand fire after finding a dead cow outside. I saw the videos of this also. 
पता नहीं हाउ द पुलिस सिविलियंस दे शुड कम एंड टेक टिप्स फ्रॉम डेली पुलिस डेली गोल्फ क्लब आस्क मेघालय वुमन वेरिंग ट्रेडिशनल ड्रेस टू लीव फॉर लुकिंग लाइक अ मेड एंड आई वुड लाइक टू टेल आर व्यूअर्स मैनी पीपल हु आई नो आस्क मी सो वॉट्स अ प्रॉब्लम सो जस्ट सो एनी ऑफ यू लिसनर्स थिंक दैट वी आर वेरी वर्ल्ड सोसाइटी दे इनफ पीपल अराउंड अस हु थिंक दैट्स नॉट अ प्रॉब्लम सो फक यू गाइज टू 86% percent <laughs> dead in cow related <laughs> violence since 2010 11 are muslim this is uh, this is uh, uh, govind raj's india spent peace and i saw anand has caused a consternation on twitter with his own oh data dear. set so we'll go anand and govind can share their details uh, their data and uh, manisha's piece let's be clear junaid khan's murder is a hate crime very nice piece manisha so sorry for that long monologue go govind what do you want to start with the sale or the the killings or the trump visit you modi visit yeah so i'll stick to the business part uh, you know to be fair uh, samar halankar who is the editor of india spend is better positioned to respond on that and i think he should uh, not because i disagree with it or uh, i'm not in consonant i mean i'm i mean obviously i'm uh, completely with the story but the i'm not prepared with the granular details and i think he he is a much better person to respond on that so let me focus on air india which i said i would hmm. uh i think uh, i think there are two three issues here i think the first of course is that uh, air india is a is an airline that was once in private hands that was nationalized and has been driven to the ground largely because of poor management and i do distinguish between ownership and management here if right. you look at uh, and let me digress a little bit along those lines if you look at ownership in the case of let's say the public sector oil companies or even a com- uh, even an organization like maruti suzuki which uh, subsequently got majority acquired by suzuki and the government still as a stake uh, if you look at companies like that they've also had people from the government or the civil services running it but they were always people who came in at a certain level and then rose up the organization to take up let's say leadership positions and they were unwell so, that's what you're saying yeah they were unwell so i think uh, the problem with air india has been that because of uh, very bad i mean it's so first of all airline is a f- consumer facing business unlike oil companies and unlike oil companies which are also let's say government held in this country I, i'm only trying to anticipate some arguments that uh, let's say some viewers might have saying that you know if oil companies can be run by the government then why can't an airline because airline is completely consumer facing it's a very high marketing intensive you have to keep engaging with the consumer keep offering the consumer freebies or deals or uh, incentives to come on board uh, you know and respond in a way that is really ahead of competition and life has really changed in the last 20 years ever since uh, uh, the other private airlines have come in and who in turn are responsible to shareholders so air india has sort of run obviously as a as a sort of arm of the government keeping uh, people in government happy by uh, you know offering let's say the flexibility of uh, carriage uh, maybe uh, deals which i'm not saying these of, are unofficial of, of or first official, class but, tickets or yeah. if certain reports to be believed praful patel you know got entire aircrafts rerouted to suit his daughter's schedule um, that was a, i think a times piece if i remember correctly yes i saw that report yeah so that's and and i i mean as a as a, like i said as a as a financial journalist i i tend to look at two or three aspects why do companies do badly right so in this case i mean in air india you, you while you can there are many reasons for it i think that the biggest failure is really the failed government's failure to appoint good quality leadership and successively i think there was a small period where uh, yogi deveshwar who came, who then subsequently left and went back to itc and became chairman was running it where people saw a glimmer of hope this was in the 90s but uh, that was just about it otherwise uh, air india has had successive uh, bad leadership and each sort of 
leadership tenure has resulted in the airline uh, you know doing worse than before no, but and just, just typically the, so, yeah. sorry karan govin just to say you know i um, heard this podcast a long time ago it was giving mm. the example of pan am which was american airline i think and that how yeah. airlines the world over is yeah. a very high risk and very high investment business for example the yeah. margins were like 2 to 4% and many of those airlines are actually making money not by flying but by actually trading in fuel because you know they buy fuel it's like fuel futures so aviation fuel they've bought a certain yeah. amount so they actually sell aviation fuel like it's there's almost a market for it and they are yeah. making more money from there than they are from passengers so i was like dude if it's such a high risk business and it's so competitive yeah why why would someone get into it and i also heard this rumor in india which you know people say we cannot name xyz but it was in context of a certain you know large person who's put put an aircraft uh, fleet out there that when you order aircraft from airbus or boeing the uh, the the you know the owner of the company gets a kickback because that's a lot of money so, so the uh, the company yeah, money uh, goes sorry, to buy no, the that aircraft that can happen in any project i mean it could happen in a steel company or a steel plant it could happen in an aluminum plant it could happen uh, in a aircraft company i mean we have no proof specifically but in general i mean there have been allegations about kickbacks for many companies it's, uh, it's not just in airlines right but the, what so is the incentive to get into airlines if the risk is so high and who will buy yeah, air no, india I think in your view it's a very interesting question so one thing i've noticed is and i'll come back to the other point about the uh, why air india should go is that uh, air, airlines have always been set up either by governments because it was a matter of prestige and that's why you call it a flag carrier and you say okay if i you know a country acquires independence and it only does two things first is it sets it creates a currency and the second thing is it sets up an airline hmm so if you look at even small countries like let's say a nepal or a bhutan i mean bhutan being a classic example they have very little, i mean I, i mean they don't have that many assets so to speak but they have an airline right so bhutan has truck air and royal nepal has royal nepal airlines and so many countries you know so because this was how it was in the early part of the previous century that you know you that's how you sort of uh, you know sort of had a badge saying that you were independent and you had your own carrier and so on no but that has changed i mean uh, britain to had british airways or british overseas airways corporation and then it privatized because it just became unmanageable for the government to run it so today you are in a situation where there are at least uh, three airlines which are uh, doing well at least on ba- on the balance sheet which includes uh, indigo jet airways and spicejet and go air for that matter and you have air india which has maybe 45000 crores of debt and 45000 crores of losses now right. the question always is uh, because maybe so many mistakes were made in the past should we now try uh, uh, give it a one last shot and you know bring in good quality leadership and you know then try and revive it i think unfortunately or fortunately i think the answer is it's very simple that today where we are the L, the, the airline and its assets in whatever best way have to be taken out of government because there's no way this drain will stop because that's the nature of government when it tries to control uh, an institution like but air who, india and it will but not who will want to buy develop. something that is so debt ridden yeah that's exactly what i was thinking who's going to buy it who's going to buy it indigo apparently what is the incentive to buy it as well as business what yeah, what, so what there business is no incentive sense? i mean so someone so like in any such business someone has to take a haircut and in this case it has to be the government so which is where i think the arguments will start saying that you know but who will take the haircut and who will take the uh, who will pick up the accumulated losses so and, uh, it's all, and, yeah and sorry speaking of haircuts there's all, also the the danger of being raided if your haircut does not suit the government 
it, it, unfortunately, <laughs> yes, that, that's true. But the thing is, I mean, the fact is that, you know, I mean, I think this is where the government, which with all its majority and uh, with all its uh, might in parliament, should push through some, you know, push through in a manner that's obviously transparent. And, you know, airlines, this is not such a tough thing. I mean, you can't obviously sell, sell an airline to someone who was uh, running a coal mine the last year. Right. So, uh, you know, so obviously you have to do it the way, I mean, if assuming there are buyers or they have to split it up and strip it down and then sell individual pieces. But I think it has to start from the clear belief that this has to go, which I'm I'm guessing that seems to be the thinking in government uh, today. Chalo, maybe this is a reform that will be celebrated across partisan lines by those who um, do believe in certain reform on the economic side. But moving on, uh, Govind, uh, we have a few more things to discuss. I know you have to go somewhere, so let us know when you have to go. But until then, please do stay with yeah. us. Yeah. Uh, uh, Anand, what do you want to go with? Uh, you were saying something about Sushma Saraj having done something. So could you just tell us what she did. And then I want to move on to um, the presidential pick. Is it okay to, you know, they said that should be consensus candidate while you contesting election for president. And is a president really necessary, these two things? But yeah, first, tell us. No, I mean, uh, obviously we And you had a haircut, uh, I see. <laughs> so I'm going to be raided soon. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, so BJP chose, uh, I mean, the NDA nominee was Kovin. Uh, mm. And uh, it, I mean, ev- I mean, the whole media went that, oh, this is, uh, he's chosen a Dalit candidate. This mm. is a Trump card, you know, all that stuff. Mm. Uh, now, one can say that, yes, BJP chose uh, a Dalit candidate, a candidate judiciously wanted it to be Dalit, but it's not It's not known, right? They didn't declare that, look, we are going for a Dalit candidate, right? So you can at best make insinuations. Sure. So that's one story. But Congress choosing a Dalit candidate, you're almost certain that why they chose a Dalit sure. candidate. Mm. Okay, yeah. so they're like, so there's a difference there. It's in response to India. Yeah, it's in response to this thing. Mm. So fair enough, you've chosen, a, I just, so Sushma Swaraj, I think a couple of days ago, I think she tweeted, so now this war is going on, as mm. you know, who is, because both are Dalit, mm. and, uh, you know, this whole thing is now snowballed into a thing, who is better, and you know, what's going to happen, and this and that, so Sushma Swaraj tweeted uh, a video clip, where she was interrupted multiple times by Meera Kumar, when she was a speaker. I see. Say, alleging that bad this is the kind bad of... Bad jaye, <laughs> bad jaye, bad <laughs> jaye. And then when she tried to give that very, I'm looking sternly at you, Sushma, better up. My God, that's really good impersonation, I must say. I I would rather choose you as a president. (laughs) (laughs) But what was wrong with that? I mean, if if she... Well, I mean, clearly insinuating that, look, this is not a good candidate. I think it's definitely hitting below the belt. uh, That's a silly thing to do. It's a very silly thing to do because, you know, it's what's that got to do with uh, whether a person is going to be a president or not? not you know hmm. and then obviously this whole thing has started that she hasn't paid her dues and she wanted some uh, uh, you know house for yeah uh, but that's a problem they are occupying a house which isn't you know against the rules they want to basically everyone even pv narsama rao's kids want to do that latins with banglo mil gaya isko memorial bana ke ab zindagi bhar usi mein hum thairenge right so but i think ye meena kumar ji bhi kar rahi hain and everyone milks jag but boy yeah but tell me tell me who is not doing it but okay, that does not... Uh, but it has to be called out. It does not qualify, you know, as something, as no, an but, explanation. But, but do you, you think, to say do you think there's you... anything wrong with the presidential election being contested? And do we need a president? What what does he or she do? Yeah, I, I think we do need a president. Hmm. But a president who is objective and is not a rubber stamp. No one now, can be objective. I... We'll come to that yeah. later. <laughs> okay, then, uh, can I weigh in on this? Sure, sure. After that, Manisha. Hmm. Come, hmm. come in, uh, Govind. 
Yeah. No, I think, uh, you know, I mean, without getting into the politics of it, because that's not my strength in any case, I think, you know, as, as a citizen of this country, I, I did feel a little underwhelmed by the choice uh, of the BJP. I think it's not about saying that, okay, does, does this candidate strike all these boxes? Has he been in parliament for so long? Or she or she has been in parliament for so long? Has he been part of so many committees and so on? Has he been part of, uh, he or she been part of some, uh, you know, uh, university? I think those boxes, a lot of people take. I mean, th- that's, it's a fact. I think the thing is, when I hear of a name, am I, you know, oh, I mean, am I surprised positively? Do I feel, oh, this is, you know, I'm proud that, you know, so-and-so became or is going to become president. I may be still proud that uh, Kovind, uh, who sounds like Govind, uh, becomes president. <laughs> but it, I don't know whether it's for the reasons that I would really want in a young country like India, which is, you know, aspiring. I want my president also to represent some aspirational value which Does may Meera... not necessarily be to do with caste or class or whatever I mean without getting into the debate at all and what about Meera? I think the same thing applies broadly because to me I mean I'm just giving you a very personal view I mean I was impressed let's say when an Abdul Kalam became uh, president you know hmm. to me because he came, I mean one I mean he was he was a trendsetter in many ways he was a great leader people looked up to him and he's I mean he obviously everyone I mean, you, you just have to look at the number of people who were trying to get Kalam into, uh, you know, to talk to them, even after he beca- uh, quit, uh, now, I mean, after he stepped down as president. Manisha, could you know, just... I don't, see, I don't see that happening with anyone else. Sorry, okay, Man, uh, Madhu just joined us. Hey, Madhu, what's up? Hi. Okay. <laughs> Everything. Okay, uh, Manisha, you weigh in on that and then I have a question which you can also take, Manisha, before we come back to these two. Eight, weigh in on that and secondly, if Kalam was so great, why didn't he get a second term? Manisha, please. Uh, following up on Govind's uh, uh, saying that, you know, he wants someone capable as president, we in fact had done a poll on News Laundry and a lot of people said they wanted a, a technocrat as a president, someone yeah. like the Metro. In fact, I think people want like a professional, someone who's done... Like Kalam. Uh, yeah, but, but he also. didn't get a second term, no matter. That Pawar yeah, stepped in, you know, it was really disingenuous. I do think we conceited. need a president and I think you should read Meghnath's space on why we need... He's okay. not just a rubber stamp guy. Hmm. There are certain powers that he has that he can exercise. Hmm. And also it's nice, we should have a... But should, should be too... You know, I, I mean, again, I'll be, I'll be called a commie for this, Madhu, you can come in on this. Each time I see the Rashtrapati Bhavan, and each time I hear about, to kisi ne dinner pe nahi, NDTV ne apne saal, they celebrated in Rashtrapati Bhavan, that time UP was in power. We also, by the way, listeners, we had also applied that we want to celebrate our two years, we were rejected. And we did a story about that. Are you joking? Or yeah, no, yeah, we did. Of course, yeah. Manisha, you were here. We did a story around it after... Abhinandan, can hmm. I correct it? you on this, huh? actually? The I Rashtrapati oh, Bhavan, later. Okay, sorry. a large part of the Rashtrapati Bhavan hmm. is open to the public on all working days. Hmm. There is an amazing library, hmm. there is a museum, hmm. there are Mughal guided Gardens. tours. Alright. Hmm. And in fact Mughal Garden to Hambing. If you step off the concrete to Bolta Vachalo Vachalo, Hamapne Lon Meto Chokri Market Bertha. The thing is that Mumita Paul has done some amazing work during Pranab Mukherjee's tenure as president. She's digitalized, had she's had digitalized a large part of their museum. All the rare collect collector item books. She, all that has been digitized and it's still going on because it's hmm. a massive amount of work. She's an artist as well, right? I don't know her, what she is personally, but I know that she has done... Did you have a dinner with Rashtrapati Bhavan? 
राष्ट्रपति भवन फॉर थ्री वीक्स and normally whatever invitations that have come to me from rashtrapati bhavan i have not gone because they are basically very boring hmm. but this one i did want to go because i wanted to see how these two absolute maverick nutters subodh gupta and his wife bharti kher who are so inventive creative wild in their thinking hmm. completely anti establishment in every way both hmm. of them um subodh is really of the hindi belt his when he speaks in hindi it is amazing to listen to him uh bharti is you know on another plane as far as her art in terms of mm-hmm. bringing women in and and everything else so i was very interested to see how these two totally anti establishment people were functioning in their three week residency in the rashtrapati bhavan and also no they but my allowed point, they are allowed in that residency to have one dinner Hmm. and that's how we got invited no but what and i'm saying is i'm sure there's a lot of some good stuff you're right uh, amitav ghosh also was invited spent 3 weeks there he wrote a piece also yeah, so no, they expect you I'm to sure work a lot there. of these good and things happened at the end of it they showed it's us like a sabbatical yeah, yeah they showed uh, both the artists showed their work hmm. that they had worked on while they were in rashtrapati bhavan and i think for example if you're traveling in japan there is no place you go to no place where you don't see school children being taken around the sites all right in india i don't know how many schools even the ones in delhi take their children to rashtrapati bhavan no, there are school gardens i've seen their school tours no my point is this a country like india i've seen the documentary on discovery about inside rashtrapati bhavan so i'm sure there are lot of rooms that they give out for others to yeah, 300 rooms but i think it is a hideously ostentatious place hmm. for so a let, person to live let me come in here and and the symbolism of a country like india where people are starving to death I just find we've internalized it it's become normal like caste system has become normal but I think if 500 years from now they turn around and look acha so when 80% of the country was not getting you know enough calories the rashtrapati used to live in that house oh okay so I let, let no me no one gets I mean, self I mean when you say uh, you know you just said this and you said with a rider that I might be branded a commie hmm. not for this reason alone but you know you're you're not a commie for you know saying this in hmm. fact you're a gandhian because yeah, an interesting gandhi story said that just before independence or yeah. maybe that dinner gandhi was having with mountbatten and nehru hmm. in fact uh, gandhi said i want this to be either demolished rashtrapati bhavan hmm. vice regal house hmm. or made into a hospital or a university hmm. Hmm. and mountbatten extracted a promise from gandhi ji that you will tell nehru to do no such thing because really that part of the story yes because he said he extracted a promise and said because we india would need at that point of time he was the, the viceroy he said india needs to garner uh, you know get diplomats from outside to treat them royally whatever his aspirations were or you know whatever mm. so we need a place where we can have a banquet hall and we can you know kind of entertain this Cheek. so gandhi i don't know he relented that's the history So if Mountbatten wasn't there this place would have been a university or maybe just gone okay um your view govind i know you have to leave so could just quickly weigh in on that uh, about on the rashtrapati bhavan being this huge in my view a uh, very 
out of place structure for a country where too many people don't have the basics in yeah. life i don't know i am mixed about this i think uh, i partly agree that uh, i don't know someone else said i think that we need some i mean we need i mean we are uh, i mean we are uh, i mean vibrant democracy we are a large country i mean you do, you do need some symbols which are maintained in pristine condition and hopefully are a source of pride uh, and the bhavan is in some ways and i was just hearing that how you know uh, obviously it's all a part of it is open to public kids go there maybe more people should use it and feel the ownership i think the the distinction is maybe not about it being there but it's about people feeling the sense of ownership well and said. access well okay. said. i think if we yeah, fix also, that then maybe you know i think i think we need i need i think we need uh, symbols or monuments which are of a certain scale and size and beauty which we all feel proud about i think uh, even in a poor country i think a Govind compromise yes i think a compromise hmm? a compromise uh, position would be hmm. not compromised but co- a compromising hmm. midway. not comprising but a midway position would be that okay it stays there but all the rooms except for their residential and guest state for state guests are, are used for pub. public actually used not just looked at for sure. security I, no no but all those things can be worked out the point is that if they are used for public spaces that if people can uh hold events over there but when they like for, uh, government schools they don't have public spaces to use exactly if they, schools can uh, hold the yeah. founders day and stuff over there schools don't no, know besides, that. I think that's a great besides idea. that lots of other uh, colleges things, also yeah, debates co- co- debates all kinds of things if they're used by the general public then i think it it's worth keeping Okay, uh, Govind. Before we let you go quickly, just five more minutes because then I know me and uh, Anand will be butting heads on this for the next half an hour on data. Anand recently caused a Twitter storm on this Did I? data, <laughs> uh, which. actually that is one of the uh, you know complaints i had with that data i don't know whether you did it knowingly or unknowingly that you had initially consolidated data of lynchings for the past you know decade uh, and saying that this is in response to us being named in lynchistan on just two years this thing but then that was used to counter not in my name it became about everything which for me was very problematic i think that's easy to explain why but coming to just data what does data tell us Govin, since you run a data site, and while I yeah, understand so the sanctity of data, so one is factchecker.in, which you mentioned, but we also run boomlive.in or boom, which is basically about busting fake news, which is a more recent initiative, and I think you're somewhat familiar with it. So, yeah, so in the case of India Spend and that particular story, I mean, the method method, you know, if you look at NCRB data, which everyone does, it only gives two classifications for violence. One is under, uh, apart from the other classifications. Uh, in this it, it says under uh, communal and caste caste based violence so uh, caste based is obviously violence in between within castes so maybe higher caste to lower caste lower caste to higher caste and the other is communal the data itself doesn't say anything more and uh, to that extent you can't form any conclusion so what this study does is obviously looks at the only other available set of information which is uh, news reports going back to a certain period and tries to collate and tries to collate in a reasonably neutral way saying you know i didn't start by saying or knowing that how many people the people who killed from came from which community or from which state or so on and i do believe that uh, i mean states uh, i mean it may be let's say x amount of uh, a certain amount of violence happened in bjp states and certain amount happened in non bjp states but when i look at other uh, reports that we've done or others have done i wouldn't ascribe too much uh, at least at, at current at, at this point weightage to which party is ruling the state i think some of these problems uh, or uh, challenges are really span across the country 
and if they've had it's been a problem in some states it's been there for many decades and it doesn't sort of necessarily correlate with the government in state the local government in power right so what you're saying is the frequency doesn't go up because of a local government in power but all i'm saying is that i think the problem i mean i, I think the problems the the sources of the source of the problem could be something else it's not you know for instance if you look at the map i mean there are let's say there's violence in uh, in the in the south southwest there is some violence in the west and there's some violence in the north now can you correlate all the violence in the in the southwest to let's say the governments that uh, local governments that were in power sure. or can you correlate all the violence in the west to the governments that were in power i'm not sure so causation I mean, correlation me, I'm, 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 a, i'm not a social scientist i only look at this so maybe someone else would be in a better position to do so but my sense is that i'm not seeing a very at this point i'm not seeing a very strong correlation okay so thanks govind for joining us mm-hmm. hopefully when you're in delhi you come in so yes. we can spend some more time together absolutely thank you very much for having me thank all you. right govind bye so yeah, bye guys let's just move on with this one only and then we have three other subjects to discuss madhu um including um the trump uh, modi meeting uh so first of all anand tell us about what you did with that data which Okay so and what were you trying to prove so i know exactly because it's been used for everything now <laughs> and i i other than the limited point if you were making that you can't call Lynch, india linchistan because of these four things mm-hmm. fine i mean i'm not pro against it but it's a point but to use that data to say that there's nothing wrong with anything or any government i think that i can easily so you know there distinct. are three things to this so let me uh, divide the issue in three parts the first one is the linchistan thing the second i would come to the mob violence and the third the india spend article uh, you know so dividing it into three parts uh but first of all the uh, let me uh, you know just say that uh, it is it is it has been very distressing to even use the word lynching because you know it immediately brings to mind the the race violence that happened in america and lynching has primarily been always used in that context you know so the images are of people hanging from trees and you know things of that sort now we are at a stage where we using routinely using mob violence um as and calling them lynching so you know this also uh, needs to be clarified so when i'm talking of only data please do not uh, feel that i am you know uh, i have detached myself so much that uh, you know i have become totally non emotional to the tragedy that is happening i think that's very important because when you're talking data you know you just using lynching as hmm. uh, an object or an incident no but for data sake let's so the first point was about lynchistan now um, on 22nd and 23rd of june uh, two lynchings let me i'll call it lynching or incidents two incidents happened one of junaid and the other of pandits in kashmir hmm. and shekhar gupta commented on one which was junaid singh and he was the one who coined it and subsequently it was spread by a lot of people linchistan yeh linchistan meri jaan meri jaan okay that kind of irked me and uh, i have a history with this because i you know uh, uh, i think 2 years ago uh, when that ndtv uh, documentary on the the rape nirbhaya rape thing was the, the going on somebody i can't remember the name indian express journal maybe praveen swami he said indian culture is rape culture hmm so then also i kind of you know is distressing because when you label a, a country when you say it is linchistan so now based on a dozen odd incidents you are actually labeling a state as linchistan so the uh, how do you disprove that 
you disprove that that have you called linchistan india linchistan before have there been lynchings happened before so that part of data hmm. was exclusively to prove this point that in 2013 2014 okay. there were as not many if not more lynchings there were communal caste based okay. lynchings there were lynchings by muslim mobs so you did not call linchistan then hmm. you're calling it now okay hmm. so th- that is the limited point of that data hmm. how people have used it that's a different matter altogether hmm. now let's come to the second point and uh, which is of mob violence hmm. and of india spent peace hmm. now in this case you see in in scientific sorry if i may just come please, in you know please, so yeah. we can go sure. after let's go madhu while i get what you're saying because that was your first tweet going forward i found it veered into the zone and i think you also either retweeted or liked some of those bits where the not in my name protest was being including our own columnist and my friend sushant sarin that the not in my name uh, you know protests that this is a you know another fatura which is being lifted which also you endorsed now that i have a problem with and i'll tell you why and we've had this disagreement before and you said that you know did uh, race crimes are higher in obama's time and mm-hmm. i tweeted this also because i saw a lot of people using that data to dismiss anything else to do with this government now for example like often you've said so what is a spokesperson said the job of a spokesperson is to give the party's position that's what they're speaking they're speaking the party's position so when bjp spokesperson sat and defended a clark killers or when a government uh, 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 he is you know a clark killers who died for other reasons his body was wrapped in a tricolor and a minister went and attended and you had people like some patra the minister wrapped it in tricolor no the people, the people that people he went and you know gave shraddhanjali arpit ki it was obviously a political move i mean let's not pretend it wasn't i okay. think the the it, the story little bit if i may say so hmm. because this has been used quite a lot hmm. you know they're saying that a oh, minister hmm. goes hmm. Uh, of course the guy is a absolute issue i mean if i was the prime minister i would have sacked him that day itself hmm. but he is the mla or mp of that constituency Fair and enough. the people uh, the family members of the deceased were actually protesting they were on a dharna that we will not uh, cremate this person unless the minister comes okay, because he is being killed that, in police but, but custody what okay, even if i am saying yeah even if i have to grant that what i'm trying to explain to you is so that we don't pick up individual all this is happening in a larger context of the kind of utterances of a spokesperson the kind of thing sangeeton som said including today prime minister speech who hasn't said that eating beef is okay he's saying problem hai lekin violence is not the answer so what he's saying is killing cows is a problem so you got to sort it out just don't kill people for one yeah. sec in this context data is irrelevant what i'm saying is now the whole debate has become about data like like i said there is no data to assume that there have been more incidents of men grabbing women's pussy after donald trump's utterances were made public and he said what he said about kellyan conway she's bleeding from here there everywhere but do i understand why women had a march after that yes i get it because there is a tacit endorsement of that behavior and that is clear especially with the history of the bjp so when data becomes and this whole mahol data mahol data you know binary is in my view it's like you know gobhi is you know sabzi is very nice because the sky is blue no there's no correlation between i can be carrying gobhi today and the sky may be blue it's got nothing to do with the other it's a very different argument and to reduce that into data is the problem i had and too many commentators from the right are doing this too often see you made a very good point and the uh, madhu after that i like you to come yeah uh, p asterisk asterisk 
SSY uh, thing that you, the comment that you made is actually quite a important point, but I'll come to that. The second point which I wanted to make was about data. Now, in, in science, we have this paradigm called signal and noise, okay? So this data is actually a very weak data, all right? Because it's a very limited data. The volume is astonishingly small. I'm just talking it not in terms of lynchings. Please don't misunderstand me. I'm talking of just objects, okay? Uh, so, for example, we have, we have had 63 incidents in the last seven years, okay? An average of nine per year. Um, and I'll come to the India. So this data is weak. It would be, it is non-publishable. Many people ask me, why don't you, you know, write a piece? And, you know, so like PP Jeweler says, Hira hai sada ke liye. This is basically the data to disprove a point. Okay, not further than that. Any, any okay scientific Twitter, reviewer, it's not okay for any peace. scientific reviewer would say, look, you're you're delving in noise. This is not signal. Okay, so for example, if there were two incidents that happened in 2014, and Four incidents happened in 2015. Are you going to say that in Modi Raj, 100% increase in violence happened? Okay, the data is noise. Okay, it's not signal. On the other hand, there were 50,000 communal incidents happen, 75,000 communal. You know that. So the volume actually decides the uh, the way the curve or you know the data to be interpreted. So that's point number one. The point number two is that uh, this whole discourse was actually taken out and perceived as that it is the government's doing, okay, that is leading to the violence against Muslims. Now, I'm just talking of that. In fact, Shabnam Hashmi, Islamophobia, Muslims are being lynched, okay? That was the thing. Now, there were 33 uh, mob attacks uh, where the mob belonged exclusively to the Muslim community in 2016, in 2000, just one year. So, obviously, there would be more or less in 2016-17. So, it is not that only one community is actually doing it. Of course, the Hindu community mobs would be much more. Population is more and, of course, you know, I don't want to go into that. But again, that's but not the point. But if you are saying, no, that's the point I'm making when people are saying that Muslims are being victimized. But that's not the point it is being used to make. That it, it has gone into, sorry, Madhu, no. why don't you come in? Because I know you have views. Then we'll, Manisha, you please weigh okay. in on this. But the third point I haven't yet made. Huh. But, but let I'll Madhu probably, come in, yeah. then we can move forward. Finish your third point. Okay, the third point is about India spend. Now that is connected to the, uh, the noise thing that I'm talking about. It's not a signal. The other thing is India spend, um, you know, although the piece was very interesting, what, uh, how it has been used. Interestingly, a lot of people who were actually saying, are data, data, useless, useless, they were the ones since yesterday have been actually tweeting that, please, 97%, 86%, whatever. The point is 50% of the cases did not happen in BJP states. 50% of the cases, the victims were Muslims. Now, the most important thing is nine attacks, uh, an average of nine attacks per year for the last seven years, Okay the data has not been normalized. And why do I say that is important? It is because one must find out the uh, which is the uh, you know community of cattle traders. Now, supposing, let's say, that 80% of the cattle that is traded, okay, is actually traded by the Muslim community. Then <coughs> the violence obviously would be more against the Muslim community because they are sure. the traders. Mm -hmm. The second thing is the cattle transport. And this is where the Gaurakshad now, I'm ex extrapolating from an Indian Express report that said 30,000 cattle trips, truck trips are made every year in Punjab alone. All right. If you extrapolate it to 29 states, you can say roughly 400,000, 4 lakh cattle trips are happening. You have to normalize this violence data with, 
you know, you no, have but, to find out the rate. But when you say you have to, for so what? that is why I'm to, saying to, this is to what end. But no. to what end? I'm, that's what the, I'm not clear the about. The end is that these are incidents that are that can be attributed to noise, not a no, signal. No, but to what end? Can I come in? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Your whole response to Shekhar Gupta's tweet about Linchistan, I think, was misplaced, in the sense his tweet was on the word Linchistan. I think it could have been handled completely on that word. You did not have to go into your scientific bent of going into data because at this point, when you bring up data that's saying it happened more before than now, it is irrelevant completely. It doesn't matter if it happened more then or now. The fact is we are living today. We are dealing with today. If it happened more then, and it's happening less now or whatever, that is still, it is still happening. And that's what we're dealing with. When you bring in data that it happened more, you have gone, taken people onto a tangent that was completely unnecessary in this debate. The debate, there should, no, there should not be a debate per se on lynching is okay. Because by nuance, by saying that it happened more before, you're giving fuel to the people who say it's okay. All right. Now, the point is, one second, let me finish. The point is that Modi has said twice, not once, that Gaurakshaks are goons. He said that earlier. And these, this is not what Hindutva or Hinduism is about. Yesterday, he tweeted, yesterday he said something else. Again, something more rather about uh, Gaurakshaks doing things which are unacceptable. Today, he tweeted against it. He's made a speech at the Sabarmati Ashram. Okay. So, and he also tweeted about it this morning. The point over here is, you're drowning yourself in data because it, data is not the issue here. It really isn't. The issue here is, where is our country going if Muhammad Ayub Pandit has been lynched in Kashmir, whether there are RSS... Uh, workers who've been killed in Kerala and Karnataka, whether it's a Muslim uh, accused erroneously of cattle trading or of killing cows. I think no matter where it is, who it is, this is a humanitarian issue. Why are you so deeply concerned by saying it happened more than it doesn't matter? Please understand this. It doesn't matter. By you diverting the issue into a data argument makes no sense at all. Hmm. Okay. Thank you, Madhur. You made a very brilliant point, okay? And I agree with you. The lynchings that are happening now, if, if with this limited data, you want to call it lynchistan, that's fine. All right. Why are you but so concerned with Shekhar Gupta? Call, no, one no, second. Why, why is it gotten under your, is you gotten under your skin? Learn from Shekhar Gupta. Be <laughs> thick-skinned. He keeps telling everybody no, to be thick-skinned. I don't care. One individual calls India about anything. It's not He's about not going to label my country the way he wants. In the last two days, every channel has been using this word Lynchistan. He started it, but everyone has appropriated it. So it's not a question of Shekhar Which channels have called it Lynchistan? You can see, there was a hashtag of yeah, but I've I don't think the channels did No, they were, they're covering it up. I'm sorry, yeah, I yeah, disagree. I think the channels they're are doing going the completely the other way. They're doing the opposite. They're not saying that at hmm. all. The channels have covered it up. Hmm. Now, That's the story. Hmm. When you say that the lynchings are happening now, be worried. Madhu, but that's obvious. Of course I am. 
All right. But that now, does not come out when you divert now, it now, to data. No, one second, one second. If you wanted to do water it boundary, is, this is scientific water boundary. No, but one second. Okay. Let's, let's As I've already said, hmm. water boundary, I, I, I don't mind water boundary. Hmm. It is a cerebral exercise. And if you can prove, hmm. okay, that the very people who were silent when the same thing was happening are crying now. So hmm. what? It is No, one. It I is, don't care. So what if they were silent? I don't okay, need their okay, voice. Okay, let him finish so his what? piece now. No. Hmm. So, uh -huh. what? so what? So what? So <laughs> what? Okay. Really? So really? what if they were silent? Let them okay, be silent. No, no, you I, have to speak up. If people are being killed for no other reason, except because a mob decides that they're anti-national or they're anti-Hindu, hmm. you as a scientist and an atheist should speak up for your fellow man. Hmm. I don't care about the data. Hmm. So, no. so what if they didn't speak up then? Okay. You speak up. Hmm. Well, I have always spoken up. And that's hmm. it. Then rest, rest the case. Forget hmm. the data. No, hmm. I cannot okay. forget the Deal data. Deal with the okay, data. I'm sorry. Look, you become obsessed okay, okay, with okay, the okay, data. Okay, no, it is down, not about down. obsession. Everybody it is about down. the media taking hmm. the discourse to this hmm. level that everything, every bloody thing wrong in this country is happening out of 2014. Hmm. That is what irks me. Hmm. If my India is called Linchistan, I, and it wasn't called before 2014. Hmm. What are you trying to say? Hmm. That everything is being perpetrated after 2014? But who's calling it? What, Everyone's what, calling it. it. Not hmm. one this guy. Thing, uh, when you Shaker say that things are happening, I wrote a piece on Farooq. I Farook. don't care. Hmm. Madhu, please. One second, I, one second, 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 I wrote one, a piece one, called Farooq and the Art of Subjectivity. Hmm. Why did I write that? Hmm. Because everyone is listing out the problems now hmm. without giving the reader a benefit of the view that these problems are endemic. They cannot be cured if you believe that it is related to a government. Okay? When you say, when you completely bypass, when you just say, okay, BF, uh, BJP has banned uh, cow slaughter and you do not mention that Congress had banned it uh, hmm. in 18 other states. Hmm. This is what selectivity so, is. So there are two things to this thing. While hmm. I agree with you, condemn every lynching. If you want to call India lynchistan with the limited data, I am. I stand with you. India is barbaric. I have said this before. You see the Dalit atrocities. Okay, I see it. But you cannot just say that everything is happening right now. It is my duty to alert the readers that there is subjectivity. They should be. They should be alerted to that. That I is all. Okay, listen, Manisha, Manisha hasn't her, said anything. By Shekhar Gupta. Shekhar Gupta is irrelevant. I don't care. Now, let's get past Shekhar's tweet. Hmm. See, After that, Manisha. it is completely irrelevant. I By anyone calling my country Linchistan, it doesn't become that. Okay, We all know that this is a phenomenon that's been happening for centuries. If it has been focused now, I think we should simply focus on now. I don't, by diverting it, what you're doing is that you're, you're, you are giving fuel to justifications of it. And that's not good. Okay, Manisha. I know you don't, you view, Madhu, but I know you don't say, mean to do that. I respect your view, and but I disagree uh, with you when you say I am diverting something. I'm not. I'm highlighting two aspects of it, and I'll tell you what it also does. Uh, one second, now let it Manisha come in. I think everyone's in a person. Hmm. Uh, you know, when you see people ignoring previous crimes, when you see that, and you highlight only one aspect of it, I think as in journalism, that's not right at all. I'll have, I'll have you on that, Bratia. Manisha, yeah. why don't you weigh in no. on this? Then okay, for I'll me, come in. Uh, yeah. Junaid Khan's murder woke me up in the way Jyoti Pandey's rape and Jyoti Singh's rape and murder woke me up. It For me, I'm I'm very wary and I'm, I don't accept this comparison that it's happening all over the country or mobs are killing everyone. Oh, there's violence in India all over. It's happening in Kerala. It's happening in... This is not mob violence for me. This is not a lynching. This is not just a scuffle or, or, or a violence issue. This is an identity-triggered 
a hate attack for me a 15 year old boy is stabbed to death what happens before that there's a minor fight over a seat he's called a mulla he's called a katwa people tell him eater. people tell him ma gai ka whatever khate ho his brother's beard is pulled he's stabbed to death he's a 15 year old boy this is not about anything else this is about targeting of muslims and we need to recognize that i went to the protest yesterday and a lot of people felt that this is not about mob violence or lynching this is about targeting of muslims now when you say anand through your data that it's not just hindus who lynch of course it's not in pakistan muslims have lynched christians muslims have lynched atheists no, in india muslims in have bangladesh i know uh, i'm not uh, i don't agree with all that data because you've What? conflated You've taken Dr. Narang's case, and two of them are Hindus yeah. in no, it. And the doctor, no. it wasn't a race-related was thing. Mob. No, no, If but the mob it, doesn't lead to a, a lynching, that doesn't mean that mob violence has not happened. But Anand, Anand, that Muslim data is—it's not correct, according to me, because that Dr. Narang, there were two Hindu boys. And the, clashes the police have said that. That wasn't. Not, yeah, that wasn't a community-related lynching. And clashes lynching. between a community, I would not say it's a. How many? But out I will. Of I will say. Name, name them. How how I'm many attacks happened? I'm telling you, one happened? of them was Narang. The other were clashes between communities. I will not look at that as mob violence. Malda violence. I will not look at it as targeted violence. Malda against. violence. Kamlesh Tiwari. It was again, uh, Farooq. Yes, I would hmm? agree. Farooq. But it's not. It's Pandit. not a complete data no, set to go by. Okay, so forget it. Let's not get into that. But fine. You stand by your data. I want to ask you a journalist question. No, okay. Let me finish. Let her finish her piece then. No, no. I'll say that. Okay, even in India. Muslims, Muslim mobs will go after Hindu mobs. But what I'm saying is, majoritarianism is a factor, and this is this is about majority going after minority. And in India, the majority is Hindu, and who's spreading majoritarianism right now? It is under the 2014 government. You look day in and day out what the BJP spokespeople say on TV. They demonize Muslims, and let's be—they do it. You look at what the Haryana CM has said about. No, what this guy said on Madarsas, Sambit Patra, and again. We've had this disagreement before. You said ignore We've what they say. You I, can't. But no, no once how can you ignore what a spokesperson no, no. says? You see, the, why again, should you ignore? To, you, essentially, you're talking about mainstreaming. So let me say, let me say this: of the thirty odd Muslim uh, mob attacks, okay, uh, how many of them were influenced by what Akbar Owaisi said? That in fifteen minutes, we'll finish it. I don't know because hmm? he was never in a position These where these are mob yeah, attacks. These are not question, main. Then, when when yeah. governments mainstream something, are you saying that a BJP minister in 2015 visited uh, uh, the lynchers, uh, the funeral of a lyncher that came occurred into the mind of the guy who asked the uh, Ludo board to be removed and then lynched Junaid? Yes, that was part of it. That was part of yes. it. I, I find this, that, that is preposterous. That, that is part of it, and I'll also tell you I one more thing. I find that is preposterous I'll, because I'll, I'll you, when uh, crimes uh, against Dalits increased during UPA, yes. Do you think UPA was mainstreaming uh, violence against Dalits? Why it was increasing? Okay, I'll tra- I'll answer that question. Yeah. I would have said yes. Yeah. If the political plank of the UPA was that we have to make sure. um certain customs that the dalits practice and maybe others don't we have to make illegal there was dog whistles about the way this guy talks no, about no no you asked a crime question increase kyu kar raha tha ye batao na bhai ab jawab de raha hu na you're saying would you say the mainstream data i say no but hmm. i would have had the ups political plank been now question you got like, different i mean no, no, understand no. you're answering differently i am saying i am agreeing with you that ups did not mainstream Right? No, you. No, you. That's not what you said. You. You're saying you that if the UPA has to be. First, listen to my question. Making a very interesting point. My question is this. Ask your question. My question is the following. I agree with you. In fact, even if you had not said this, I am of the opinion that UPA did not mainstream Dalit violence. All right. Yet, the Dalit violence increased by 18 percent. Yes. 
explain to me why okay now that's what i'm saying yeah. i cannot explain why that data went up what i am saying is had the upa spokespersons put dog whistles and tacitly endorsed or justified that act i would have been in full support of people coming out on the streets now i'll give you one example and in my view this example can completely uh, you know negate every point you've made right now okay and <laughs> i'll right. tell you why it's a okay. it's a winner killer example <laughs> did did self praise <laughs> his character did corruption <laughs> did upa to invent corruption Sorry, did UPA to invent corruption? In, in no. many ways, yeah, the innovative ways they were they, on it. Yes, no, UPA was doing the <coughs> most no, no, innovative corruption. Corruption is always there. Did UPA to invent corruption? No, yeah. but they're massive. The massive. biggest, no, Madhu. That just, percentages no, in each see, ministry. Again, again, yes, but first of all, both you and I know people who have been in power since the 70s and 80s. Who have made way more money than any politician has in the 2000s? Okay, let's oh, invention, face it. Invention, uh, corruption yeah, so, was invented yeah. by Krishna Menon's yes, Jeep scandal. Yes, so here's what I'm saying. No, just the point I'm making. Just let me finish the point I'm making. Yet, when along with many others, I was sitting there at IAC, the same things that have been said right now, we are RSS people because UPA was in power. We are insulting the nation. Except at that time, there were party spokespersons like Kapil Sibal saying it. Now there are regular columnists, commentators, and uh, news people saying that to people who gathered yesterday. Okay, the people who gathered yesterday are not some snakes who have come out of their pits and are also. When you say that award wapsi failed, X Y Z failed, what would success mean? I mean, do you think when award wapsi happened, Modi would be voted out of power? No. So what is failure and success? No, you, what I'm saying is, from a for a civil society's Fail point of view, failure is their yeah. con- their whole I'll emphasis just, about church. Say, एक तो पहले मैंने ये कहा. Whoever believes, whoever was spreading the fake church attack fable, okay, and but we know for a month it went on. Yes, but but what is it, church there is no point convincing that guy. And there were a lot of our people. In fact, some of them got arrested. Chadha also yeah. sat in a bus and say, yeah. oh, oh, Christians yeah. against you are. No, no, but Rubero Road. See, again, okay. you're going into church attack. It's which not because it. The point no, is, you're not listening to me, Arun. Huh. What I'm saying is, again, you latch on to the church attacks. You have conflated the church attacks with something very real right now. Now this is a classic example of taking something that wasn't correct and let's not putting go there. Something that, let's yeah, give yeah. me a point. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that not saying you are conflating. You are doing this. I can also say that. Sure, go for it. Yeah. No, why? Okay, it just vitiates the atmosphere. Let's put your point across, and I'll answer But it. That is my point. I'm saying you cannot conflate these two because one was an obvious kite flying. Can I make the another obvious point? Kite the, the, yes. For three weeks. The whole nation was, it was turned upside down. People it were it saying it wasn't upside down. But now let me finish my piece. Kite flying. Who now was I see. Now, here, now here's now here's my piece. Let On me IIC. also speak. No, 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 hundreds I, of articles were written that my, Christians are talk. beware of very Christians. Beware of this, all that. You are saying that people were writing it knew that it was kite flying. I don't know whether they did or not. What but are what you does talking about? This. Well, here's that now, is here's nonsensical. Now, here's what I'm saying. It's yeah. not nonsensical. People just did now, not see, go by data. No. They did not. And after three weeks, when the data came that as many burglaries and as many attacks on churches happened during UPA, after this thing, the whole thing died down. No, no. First of all, it didn't die down for any data reasons. But anyway, I'll come to that later. IAC sat out there, and the same things people were saying, which politicians were saying, that RSS's came under. I don't remember anyone saying, "Here is the data on corruption." अब क्यों ये आगे से सड़क पे खड़े हैं वेर वर दे लास्ट फोर्टी ईयर्स तब सब खुश थे आज जो लोग बोल रहे हैं कि आप क्यों कम्युनलिज्म के खिलाफ बाहर बाहर जा रहे हो तब बहुत खुश थे किसी ने ये नहीं एक सेकंड किसी ने ये नहीं बोला था कि सेवेंटीज से लेकर नाइन्टीज तक इतने लाख करोड़ और मैं आपको कॉन्फिडेंटली बता सकता हूँ क्योंकि अब तो मीडिया है ना तो मीडिया ने हाईलाइट किया है तब मीडिया नहीं था जितनी करप्शन सेवेंटीज एटी और नाइन्टीज में हुई है उतनी एक पाँच साल के औसत में 
पिछले सत्रह साल में उतनी नहीं हुई है लेकिन तब तो किसी ने नहीं बोला भाई करप्शन अभी आई है वेर वर यू वैन कृष्णा मैनन डिड दिस वेर वर यू वैन दिस हैपन्ड वट द पॉइंट आई एम मेकिंग इज वन हैज़ ऑलरेडी डिसाइडेड द पोजिशन एंड देन वन कैन यूज डेटा टू स्पिन इट एनी वे एंड द पॉइंट आई एम मेकिंग इज डेटा has nothing to do with going out to protest that is what i'm saying can i make on a different I point on this you. i bhai yahi main bol raha hu i am agreeing with madhu also data has got nothing to do with going out to protest in fact i would say so that's the problem by you putting it not there in, created no, again can i, I said madhu there were two points can i, I make making. a different point now I on this i support this not in my name acha theek hai now i mean can, do you agree with that or not yeah, yes good yeah, sure. i support now, it Anand. because i am against all lynchings i have always said india has always been intolerant against gays against india has always been corrupt okay but the problem comes when the whole thing is spun around that everything is starting out of 2004 can i just bring in an additional hmm. point yeah. you know when the gharwapsi not gharwapsi award wapsi <laughs> thing happened um they were actually if you look at it factually they were actually protesting against the sahitya academy sahitya sahitya kala so they when the award wapsi happened they were protesting against sahitya kala academy that you should speak up against the killings of uh, writers they were not objecting or uh, protesting against the bjp the bjp took the subject as if they were they presumed that they took ownership of the intolerance debate because i don't know why they feel guilty about being intolerant but the objection was not to the bjp or the party or the government it was to this uh, sahitya kala academy in the same way today these people when people are protesting against lynchings there is a presumption of stereotype boxed thinking that everyone who's protesting against lynchings is a leftist is a noxialite is anti modi hates modi i don't think that is the case i think if you are objecting to lynching on on a humanitarian level that it simply should not happen and according to modi's positions that he's stated publicly three times and tweeted subsequently many times that he is not in support of of these lynchings in in different ways he has expressed it then actually bjp supporters and pro modi people should have been there yesterday because they would have been following modi's party line so this division that people have presumed that these are leftists out there pro- protesting and and they defend that there were more lynchings before so where were they then i don't think that is the issue i think you have to get out of the box and understand that this is a humanitarian issue so it doesn't matter whether you're anti modi or pro modi the country should stand up against it but madhu and, madhu again and, that's a rhetorical and, thing and, because and people, i'm sorry i'm you are asking me to say oh no, are you against second. hitler no, are you against pol pot no, of course i stand with you yesterday somebody tweeted huh. somebody tweeted a picture saying it's an anti modi cabal and put the picture of barkha dat rajdeep sardesai and some other journalists and it was of and they weren't even there yesterday and it was a picture of because i w- covered that february 16 2016 um Nirbhaya. protest the against press. the patiala house yeah. beatings Achha. of journalists so i recognized the picture and and it was a very sunny picture in the daytime and all that and yesterday was dark rainy and all that so i knew it wasn't from yesterday so but these now think of it that they are pushing the agenda that this anti lynching protest is an anti modi protest it isn't it is a pro modi protest because modi has said but, i don't uh, want he, it but madhu here i disagree with you a little bit i think you are, are too kind to mr modi today's speech it is very clear in his speech he is not condemning 
or putting any equality to but i'm saying that you know we uh, what i'm saying is uh, it exposes such boxed thinking ke sabko ye label laga do ha but what i'm I, against those labels no, no, but in all there's fa- a humanitarian cause drop the label yeah, but in all fairness to the government uh, madhu uh, if it is a humanitarian cause uh, one has to be exceedingly foolish or you know completely dunderheaded to not support it all right the whole point is it has been as it was in the case of the uh, fake church attacks as it was in the case of the growing intolerance as is the case now you give uh, sub selective data and then you talk about that muslims are being lynched and then you talk about islamophobia now not in my name let us collect i think okay. we should this have been out against no. i think we should have been now, out on the streets when mohammed ayub pandit yesterday got in lynched. that in that whole thing yesterday there were posters where they are showing a map of india is saying lynching since 2015 kyun usse pehle kya ho raha tha they omitted the lynching of pandits that happened in kashmir yeah, they omitted the lynching of farooq i agree with you that was wrong when you but do they that it, they mentioned them a lot of times yeah. mentioned yeah. kya poster mein laga ke ghoom raha tha Now, now here's the thing. Now, for you, and I can tell that is enough for you to discredit this movement. It's not enough here, for me. Sorry, here, here's what I'm saying. I just, it's just, I'm just telling you, it's just one cog in the wheel. Sure, but it's point, not enough. But the point, it's not generalized. But some jokers yeah, but the, do that. Other people. No, don't but the point is, when the Jan Lokpal movement happened, the India against corruption, I myself, who was one of the first thirty there, did not agree with about eight clauses in the bill because I had read the bill before I reached there. I did not agree with Bharat Mata, which Anna insisted has to be on the picture behind him. But ठीक है यार. राहुल राहुल I will separate uh, pandits lynching from Junaid's lynching as horrible as it sounds they are both barbaric and they are both they both show the barbarity of because you didn't mention the barbarity of pandit no, lynching in I your piece at all no i didn't because i told you i said the junaid woke me up in a way that jyoti singh's Or lynching that pandit lo- didn't pandit's lynching no i know it of course woke me up but it didn't shake me up the way this did because a with pandit i like i said it's a very targeted identity based attack with pandit there have been journalists who said on twitter that yeah people presumed him to be hindu but nothing in the reports have come out we don't know whether he was attacked for being a policeman in a in a situation which is a war zone where the civilians are pitted against the army pitted against people who represent the indian state for them occupying forces so there is brutal violence between two parties in kashmir which for me is a war zone the train is not a war zone it is ordinary commuters I don't I don't know if these guys are history teachers or they they don't they are they work in factories. They turned against a citizen of this country a normal train 
ride turned into something horrific because of someone's identity it's not politically motivated i i disagree i don't think that this attackers feel ki ha modi ke supporter hai hum right wing hai hum i think it's hate and that is what is worrying for me so you disagree with abhinandan when he said that I do. minister I, going in 2015 no, had an effect on this lynching no i'll tell you so i have a position on that mm-hmm. i think it is i think this government is responsible for majoritarianism unleashing in a way that has never happened but i think what we are seeing today is a post independence failure it is a 100 year old sang project which has come to bear fruit for the bjp which is a part of the sang they are in, they are an extension prime of the sang the prime minister said rss's mother yeah so and if you i think rss literature why would you separate i two? think it is not just 2014 or modi i think that it is our it's a post independence failure it is our milesur mera tumhara type fake secularism where we know Manisha nothing of the other the people you interviewed yesterday yeah, he's saying that there, there's an agenda and it's been organized no but what i'm i agree with you where i say that i don't think it's as simple as modi or 2014 it is a sang project and it is because we as a country have failed to be secular we don't want to assimilate and if we don't have an experience of the other it's easier to hate them and we don't have experience of muslims we don't intermarry we don't have friends from other communities or caste dalits. class dalits and i think that's what's happened but it works for the bjp it works for the sang in fact dalit social mobility is more difficult than religious social yeah. mobility Malaysia, but talk uh, about yesterday. yesterday i agree it is mostly plus okay it was people like us very few people i thought were from a certain class which wasn't the south delhi twitter whatever facebook crowd but even in that i met a i met a modi supporter Now this guy was there, and I to- I asked him the same question that you're asking. I said that a lot of people have disdain for these protests because they feel a left liberal type. He's like, boss, I voted for Modi, and I still support him. I want him to know that control your madmen and behave like a government. Those were his exact words. So he's not. People are shaken up by Junaid because it's a very story? specific. Uh, it's in Shruti's so, story, and I've put. स्टूडेंट्स the conversation that's why i keep pulling it away from data cuz if you can give me the data of which spokesperson said what i might listen to it because that is what causes movements not data a b um you didn't ask why we've had a piece on news laundry about the you know dsp who was lynched in kashmir would you ask why does that piece not have a mention of junaid no no sorry i asked manisha because i read manisha's heartfelt sure. piece hmm. and her piece was so it was it was affecting no, no it was i understand affecting because she was perturbed by the hate but clearly so i asked her hmm. on that same day two events happened and a journalist chose to report on one hmm. okay that was the question no, so no. as a journalistic organization we reported on both we, as, an as, organi- a, as a you, writer yeah, i'm asking she as was a writer I, that's I why wrote, i said but, but as no, somebody but who has uh, some stay i mean we discussed in the editorial meeting that we need to have a piece so there so is there some so has to be enough so but see that's the for me the question one frames that is why i disagree with objectivity i think it comes from subjective for example you had made your mind about the protest Absolutely before the protest wrong, happened abhinandan when and you say why did you piece what i haven't said before hmm. in my experience anyone who has said i don't believe in objectivity please don't mind it hmm. are themselves subjective <laughs> of course everyone is subjective everyone. that's his point that's my point that is the that's point of point. people who are subjective 
Okay. That is not the point of people. There are people who are totally objective. Okay. Right? I know. And in my experience, whoever who? says... Name one bhai, person who's completely objective. Name me who's objective. objective. Name me one person. I don't want to name myself, but let's move ahead. <laughs> okay. No, if you say you're totally objective, means, here's no, a question. Here's your a question. objective means that you perceive things in a way which you do not bring your own perception in. Yes. That, that is that's objective. That's not possible. That's not possible. No, that... Look, how can you how perceive can you something perceive without some, your own perception? You have a self. You're a scientist. An event has happened. All right? An event has happened. You report that event. All right? As, in, your, uh, as you perceive it. Well, uh, as I perceive Not as how what, somebody For example, uh, DNA double helix has been uh, crystallized. I perceive it because I see the But the again, you keep getting only me. scientific evidence. I'm talking about... This is not science. You you walk into a village. So lynchings have happened. You walk into a village. You report on both lynchings. All right. Who? So every journalist has reported on every lynching. No, it's not a question of every journalist. A journalist cannot be selective. That's what I'm trying to say. But for if the that's last story of the times, you choose. Is that you choose that was the whole piece of <coughs> on the art of selectivity was about. No, no. That here was Dhume who is talking of my God, this government is doing this. My God, India is going down the drain. My God, this is happening. This is happening. Or pichle jo bhi hua hai Congress ka, wo sab sara usne blackboard se hata. Okay, uh, okay, right? I have. Okay. So the impression a person in New York or Washington, my God, India is a barbaric country. But yeah, the but point is, Dume, India, you can say India is a barbaric country, but because India has always been barbaric. Yeah, I get that. But no, my but point that is, happened, no, no, that, my happened point is no, that is selectivity and objectivity. That happened in 2012 okay, no. when people were writing uh, foreign co- correspondence and the Western press were writing about Nirbhaya's rape incident. All right. So at that time also, this issue came up that how is India being perceived? And again, you're bringing it up that how is India perceived on this Linchistan okay, uh, thing? I don't think we should be that concerned on how India is perceived. I think we should be concerned on how we perceive ourselves. Okay. Well, uh, no, I'm not saying how, how... No, just one quick question. How come if objectivity means seeing everything equally at the same time, at all times, which in my view is God? And don't mind my saying, anyone who thinks they're objective, think they're God. Because only God can be ever-present, omnipresent, all-seeing. Where is your piece about the data on corruption and that why IAC was a misplaced and a wrong uh, protest because it wasn't like Manmohan Singh invented corruption. Why did everyone go out only then? There was corruption for 40 or 60 years before that. Where is that piece? No, you can ask me my view now. Just because I didn't write a piece so, doesn't mean where is my piece. Exactly, you can ask my view. Exactly. So that is true for everybody else as well. No, but one second. They don't you have ask to have the same question of Manisha. The same rules apply to everybody else. Maybe Manisha has a view which she said she did, but she did not put it down. It's that simple. No, but one second. I asked Manisha, two lynchings happened in the same day. Uh, I asked her views on why she reported on only hmm. one. You are opinion asking me. Opinion piece, not opinion. Opinion Okay, first of all, I am not writing a piece every day. Right? Like Shavleen Singh or, or whatever. I'm just else. giving an example. Hmm. So it is a bit disingenuous for you to say, Ki, where is, did you write on this? Did you write on that? Right? Uh, yes, it Maybe. is disingenuous. But that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. But that's because I'm, had no, I'm, I'm demonstrating disingenuity because that's not a piece on, wrong on because you ask me my view. Maybe at that point of time you didn't ask my view then. If you ask my view now, then well, I know your view then. There are hundreds I of know thousands of then. things on which I haven't written. No, no, I know your view. You then. can't say that. Look, just because you haven't written on this, no, no, no. But where that's, are you? Why won't you write? As a news but, but organization, we have a piece on. Uh, what did I ask? No, that is what these two ha- events happened no, no, on the same day. Not in this particular day. case. Yeah, in but news laundry right? carried a piece on it. No, no. But, but okay. okay. Now, now I just want to. I just want to have to be by Manisha. I'm one against three. This is a bit this thing. Okay. All right. So Anand Vardhan also here. Okay, I'll come on your side. Because this is getting ridiculous. I'll come on your side. Okay. No, I just. 
gang up on one person. Okay. No, this no, is no, totally this unfair. Is, right, don't right, cut right. this out. Hmm. Okay. Let's no, have, no, in, in fact, people have requested Anand Vardhan should be here. We should have a lot of Okay, you know, now from now on I'm on your side. Okay. No, he it doesn't five. matter my side or your side. We should have an equal representation okay. because people should not gang up on one No, person. but on subjects. It's unfair. No, but okay. there are many subjects. If you believe it's worth ganging up on me, then yeah, go ahead. No, Anand, listen, on many wrong. subjects, on many subjects, Many of us gang, gang up, up on, on me. On no, it's not, no, it's not a question of ganging up. It's I've, I mean, I've, uh, this, oh, this I apologize is, uh, if you feel. No, no if you feel no, no, all it's I'm not a question of no, Then you're due an apology if, if we've given you that no, feeling. No, we have obviously given you okay. that feeling. Here's so the you, I just, we owe okay, you an right, apology. My Look, position there are views. Is, no. I respect Anand, everyone's views. From news laundry's behalf. No, Madhu, On your only behalf, I apologize. No, no, no. There's no question. We should not gang up on anybody. Okay. No, here's my piece. No, I. Okay, Anand okay. Sarasvi. Everyone I, has a fine. point of view. I have kept my point of view extensively on a lot of things. Now one can disagree. Okay, which is what we're doing, Anand. Yeah, but uh, it's so. Uh, anyway, it just feels to me like ganging if, up. Okay, my Sorry. point okay. is, if stop at, it. If at any Manisha, point, Manisha, you're the worst. Okay, if no, at any point, no one is the worst. Okay, I here's love, what I'm saying. I love all of you. I think what I like most about us is we discuss. But if at any point, my view is dissimilar to all three people, which usually is, it fine. I think it's fine because I know we are going to continue talking. That is. What works for me? Okay, so let's move anyway. on. Just on the journey. Please. Okay, then I have to. Just, on the, just on the news. I love all of you. No, no, just on Please. the news laundry bit where you asked me, and you have a special right to and ask us because we're running a no, news website. Manisha, and you have again, right you to. see, I don't want my question to you to be misconstrued as having an agenda. No, 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 no. no, no. Nobody saying that. I asked because I consider you as an honest, upright journalist, and I tweeted your piece yesterday because I it affected me. No, it no, was affecting I'm, peace, but this question. But you got it right. Totally also, journalistic point of view. I asked. No, no, not casting aspersions on why you wrote on one or not. Not at all. See, look, okay. you're right because personally, I, I actually, Abhinandan, if I can be honest, I did mind you saying this because in uh, it felt to me that you are you are uh, you know. Casting aspersion that I might have misconstrued and I'm having something against Manisha. No, 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 that's no, no, what no. I meant. No, right? that I'm and, clear. And, and when you say we wrote a piece on uh, 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 the DSPs, why didn't you? I think hmm. that was wrong. Okay. Okay, that was wrong because my thing, my question to Manisha was totally honest from my heart. And it was a journalistic inquiry. No, no, and you're right. And you asked it, and you spotted something. It's true. Like I said, that I jolted me more, and I agree to that, which and is why I wrote an opinion. Can I just add the explanation but, that you gave? I agree with you completely. All right. The explanation that you gave, because you you gave a reasoned explanation. Here is a war zone. This was, uh, and according to you, okay, the way you perceived it, he was initially not perceived as Hindu. So they, you know, it was a war zone. They killed a policeman and they lynched him. In this case, there was an immediate uh, thing that okay, he's a Muslim. It was a communal thing after it transpired. After whatever happened, seat sharing, whatever, I I accept your point of view and I agree with it. Yeah, right? and I, I so please I mean, let's no, no, not, don't, not attribute. Let's move on. Not at all. But just that on on news laundry, we have had a piece on the Kashmir police officer, and still late, we don't have a report on Junaid. We must also. So, what happens is, as a, I don't just write for news laundry. The day this happened, we discussed on WhatsApp that listen, what we have to get a, we, we have to get a report from Kashmir on this. This is horrific. This has happened. We keep talking about stone pelting and all, but this is a police guy. So, as a journalistic organization, I think we have we have maintained the balance okay. with. 
so no hard feelings anand no for me feelings. disagreements yeah. are purely an never any hard feelings yeah and purely never. an intellectual exercise that is all that they and are and you know me i know you need yes to, right? exactly it's all on the table my god this yes. has been a really discussing. heated hafta yes now Can we, we just have get on to for something? a change no why <laughs> last week oh I, by the way i'm back from my holiday i wasn't here last hafta madhu which brings me to a point which apparently there was a very heated discussion last hafta cuz one of the people has said uh, sorry i haven't heard it that madhu blew up manisha but i'll come to that no no later yes, later I don't know. I'm there glad was, I blew you up. There was. <laughs> I don't remember it. There was uh, apparently there was a generation Why, debate. Which generation oh, is insensitive? Okay, anyway, yeah. I'll come to. Okay, but first, oh no, I she was saying. No, no, but first. No, no I did blow her no, up. But that question is on the second mail. Okay. The first mail is a very important and very interesting question that it throws I, I up. I can't stand it. Can I just put in this? I can't stand it when people say it always happened. कोई नई चीज़ है. It make everything that's happening today that as banal. Okay. I said you're making the violence banal. Okay, it was always Now, happening. This is Prateek, that's when I blew you up. Prateek, I'll blow you up again. Prateek Sachin says, "Hi, news runner <laughs> team. I'm Prateek. I'm a news junkie, and for past two years, I'm also a podcast addict. Though I am passionate listener, but I took a break in between. So to catch up with you, I binge listened to all your podcasts since half the hundred last two days. I heard Ranga Uncle calling Madhu, ma'am, legend. It was me who called her that for the first time. Oh. Ranga Uncle, so you. I stand corrected, you, and I. Pratik. I double you up on that, and I repeat. <laughs> I had no idea. Madhu is a legend. Ja- Actually, he wasn't meaning it as jibe; he was meaning it affectionately, Pratik. But I guess you are expecting so much of sarcasm from each one of us, which I was just discussing earlier when I wanted to do a sincere tweet. Anand and Manisha both said, "Nay, nay, wo mat karo." People will think you're being sarcastic. So, <laughs> so we were actually being. Now, my letter is not about any specific hafta. I have some generic things to say and ask your opinion. Now, uh, panel, please listen very closely. There's a very interesting point he's making, and it's got me thinking. He says, "I don't know any other fully crowd-funded independent media portal except News Laundry in India, but there is a surge of crowd-funded podcasts in recent years all over the globe. Crowdfunding brings many benefits, which we all know, but few problems as well. Mainstream media, though quite elitist, biased, and money-driven, always has been politically correct and status quoist outlist for good or bad. At present, you can't be openly racist, casteist, sexist, and abusive on it without consequences." With many exceptions, but by and large, you get what he's saying, right? That there is certain political norms are followed. This self-regulation helped restricting many dangerous ideas. There is no such restriction in crowd-funded news providers. Many loony and dangerous ideas are getting traction through this model, like Richard Spencer's white nationalism or Alex Jones' loony theories are mostly crowd-funded, and these kind of outlets are multiplying very fast. Such elements always have been there, but internet has given them an edge. Because of crowdfunding, how do you see it? One can say good ideas will defeat bad ones, but this is wishful thinking. You have admitted in the past that it's not—it's easier to sell Big Boss compared to other stuff. We know it's easier to collect chanda in the name of Ramlila or Notanki, but not in any educational purposes. Rangagal correctly mentioned somewhere that large percentage of Muslims want Sharia. Right now, only fringe pro-Sharia voices we hear in media. With crowdfund media outlets, such people and ideas will be unstoppable. To me, this crowdfunded model is like direct democracy with its benefits and dangers. I'm a free speech absolutist, so I do not talk about lengthy ban. But neither am I against independent media. But this is just a problem that he thought of. What are your opinions? That's a very interesting, and you know, I know the Alex Jones case he's talking about because you need a very small amount of bigots. Because by and large, I think people are reasonable, but bigotry is small, whether it's to the left or the right. Really, I feel the other way these days. But no, no, no they are just louder. Carries, when it once, I feel like there's more bigotry. I totally agree us. with Manisha. Mm. Once it we carries the legitimacy, crash the surface and uh, yeah, almost everyone. I think everyone. that the goodness is rare. It's rare. I, I, I think. I think what I think happens is that are legit, when somebody gives base instincts a legitimacy, such as Trump has with his dog whistles on racism. 
you can also argue that there were as many racist attacks on blacks during Obama's time. Mm -hmm. But the fact is that the ones that are happening since Trump has come into power... They uh, feel empowered socially. So, I mean, that's what I've said. Yeah. Social uh, bigotry now on Facebook yeah, but posts when is you, clear. When you think of it, it's not just the money part of it, but fascism, uh, bigotry attracts huge numbers. So it's not, not only just financial support, but just... Um, emotional support or physical no, but, support. But do you think that's a serious there. problem with the crowdfunding model? What do you think? Is that a danger? No, it's of competitive. Yeah. It's fine. We have to make sure that the other side also gets funded. I think that's so where the, the same voices, filters come. So the same voices uh, speak up. Liberals can't be quiet. It, it, I mean, everything has to be competitive, right? Now, we have seen that people, especially in our country, get so emotional Okay, about uh, they read a piece in, let's say, News Laundry. He's Allah's subscription cancel. Okay, you bloody uh, Naxal, you know. bloody this thing, no. you know, whatever. People are intrinsically, they want to hear the voices they want to hear. That is, I, I have actually sadly come to believe this is probably a natural human instinct. It is impossible for or very difficult for someone to get another. You see, I, I got um, plastered when I said... Uh, you know, read both points of views. Mm. Read on, you know, the left thing or the right thing. Make your point of view, you mm. know, after that. But I don't know how many people do that. So, you know, this crowd, what you're saying, Madhu is right. Every We are in comp open field. Even if a lot of crowdsourcing is funded by, uh, you know, one kind of crowd, there will always be people who would, you know. What do you think, Manisha? But what were you saying about bigotry? You were making a point when we cut you off and said... No, no, that. I was mm. just saying that it seems a lot more than it is because it's louder. I do think, by and large, people are reasonable and rational and you have to take it in the context of their times. Like, today we can look back at the 1800s and say, how horrible. But slowly, slowly, the world has moved forward. It hasn't moved backwards. You know, so can I suggest a solution? By and large, I think that is... No, no but case. you were saying that for a crowdfunding model... Yeah, for a crowdfunding model, the point I'm saying is that you just need 1,000 people to get together... And suppose, you know, like Breitbart, the kind of stuff that they churn out. It's it's not factually incorrect, but cleverly the way they write it or the headline they give is racist or it endorses racism. You don't need 5 million viewers. 5,000 bigots can get together. Now the larger mass model assumes by and large people are rational. But the sliver of irrational people can give a subscription-driven model more voice than a... But Abhinandan, it's on yeah. left as well. Yeah, okay. any side. You see the headline. So that is why a possible solution mm. <laughs> is that, uh, you know, I remember Jaggi, when he was the editor of First Post, there were a lot of, uh, uh, you know, right, you can say loosely, I'm just using right wing and left wing very loosely. Here. Conservative, liberal Whatever positions, you can call it. Huh? Let's call it right wing, right. Mm. Okay, so they were uh, roughly, uh, you know, half and half, I would say, mm. right wing. Uh, uh, appreciated by right-wing people articles and of course Akar Patel would make sure of you know Akar Patel was writing favorite position, who has recently right? defended so Modi. whoever yes he's completely uh, made a U-turn not not the only person but anyway now in, in that scenario if a person who likes to hear let's say right-winger wants to you know say oh my god I'm going to unsubscribe okay but then he says Ki, yaar, fa, uh, first post mein aadhe articles to mere hmm. ke hain. okay hmm. so that kind of would deter um, you know, a person unsubscribing or not funding. So here I want to ask, you know, uh, a very genuine question again. Mm. Out of, let us say, 100 news laundry articles and loosely interpreting right wing and left wing, mm. 
how many out of 100 news laundry articles do you feel are appreciated by left wing and are appreciated by right wing very loose cash question I would, I, you know i don't know i have a you mother you want to go first i think there was a time when uh online was completely inundated by right wing they were far more active online whether it's twitter or facebook uh of late i've i've been surprised by the fact that um the so called liberal people have woken up there is a, 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 a considerable response pushback yeah there is a pushback people are speaking up and there it was i think during uh, as i recall maybe it was during hubert humphrey's time or there was a period of maybe before ronald reagan there was this whole thing about the majority in america were quiet and they were called the silent majority mm, the term that was the made the silent majority because they had not been active in politics because they just let things drift and the conservatives then woke up the conservative america conservative america and made the silent majority speak so i think right now what we are seeing is that the silent i don't know majority or minority but the silent ones who are more on the liberal side they are now coming forth that's uh, my, the change my i see my answer to your question is i think by and large uh, news laundry is perceived as liberal by many uh, i think because of my you know reputation or association with iac or whatever it is and i am i consider myself liberal i know manisha considers herself liberal and madhu considers herself liberal no i don't okay you don't i don't belong to any label because at the same position of like i am still the person who supported yakub memon being hung so that's not a liberal position also national anthem no and that's national not, anthem that's i believe very no, strongly on, that, so on that's not liberal because <laughs> i believe you people don't believe in standing up for the national anthem i believe that it is and so important punching such people no no i i punching such people because there was a time when it was illegal to sing the national anthem to play the national anthem it was illegal to to even have that flag but you were 2 year old at that time you uh, yeah whatever i was may, may not have even been born but the point is that when our forefathers fought for this national anthem and fought for the flag and we show that it doesn't matter anymore to me that is really really dumb okay now i think so i'm what, not a liberal hmm. so and i'm not a sanghi and i'm hmm. not a rightist hmm. but it's on an issue thing and i feel very strongly about patriotism hmm. i think i think by and large um there will always be in the media a liberal bias and i think that exists in news laundry as well although we have many people who i would consider right of center writing for us uh, like sushant who's an old friend since no, i was very young bag. yeah so no what i'm saying is that so i think but we do the only thing that we look at is everything should be checked and there should be no open you know bigotry but i would say by and large a, a media position will always be progressive the world over and that is inevitable you will have more new york times and you'll have bright bots i would say uh, news laundry takes a completely different uh, position in this this timeline than for example wire or scroll hmm. right so when you say liberal and progressive those guys also call themselves liberal and progressive they are exceedingly extreme left wing i mean yeah, some of the things scroll, articles scroll. that i'm Oh god. I don't find scroll. I think it's very important. Yeah, I, I do think there's a less variety of voices. I agree with you there. I mean, I don't think I I'll find a piece appreciating Modi's work on any of those websites and we'll find enough on news laundry. Million had written a very good one during 2014. No, Modi doesn't come into it. No, but what I'm saying is generally that you there's certain things no, you cannot find on certain news laundry news. includes all 
ఆన్లైన్ micro payments i think there are many things that technology will do and hopefully we'll be able to adopt those as we grow the second question is primarily to mr sekri but others too how do you see a comedian providing prime time news to what extent do you find it healthy i see a problem there because laughter holds too much power for example trump shit posted his way to the white house <laughs> which is true a news anchor plus comic is too powerful to hold accountable very good point he she can deliberately exaggerate or falsify fact and narrative and then call it a part of a joke which is true because it's all about exaggerating we have some very brilliant people listening he no he's talking about no no cyrus hardly does he's talking about people like john stewart john oliver bill ah, maher okay, okay okay he says he sees a shortcoming of this model when i watched indian comics trying to copy this model this format is great until comedian is not informed enough and many of our comics are not political enough it's not like journalists who've become comics it's comics who are trying to learn journalism mm. that's that's the biggest problem like bill maher yeah. has been very political all his life so it's an astonishingly good point and like actually. trevor noah now yeah. he's he's brought in internationalism mm. to uh, uh you know what john stewart used to do john stewart was very uh, new yorker jewish mm. new yorker mm. trevor noah because he's from south africa has brought an, an amazing amount of uh, the rest of the world mm. into american lives Yeah so I mean Pratik you know very good points raised by you I just have one input on your last point I don't think journalists uh, comedy uh, stand up comedy can and should replace prime time news I think what comedy does is it provides how far you can go because a comic can go so far just like I don't agree with it and I think it is I mean if it were done to probably someone I support I would be less tolerant about it you know the way Bill Maher makes jokes about the sexual relation or his perceived imaginary sexual relation between Trump and his daughter that's creepy okay it's it's sick <laughs> but he a comic can push the boundary ki boss aap powerful ke bare mein kuch bhi keh sakte ho and news will provide the seriousness so i don't think it can be replaced or should be replaced anand aap bataiye yeah hmm yeah, anyone yeah, else has prime time news for sure but as no, a show a really like i love innovative model could be john oliver uh if somebody is brilliant enough to do it is to present the nightly news uh factually but give a comic take on it each time no so you don't fiddle with the with the facts but you give a perspective as you go along which would be interesting to do okay quickly we have time for two more things i think so if you don't mind can i just select what those two should be if you guys disagree you can you know feel free to disagree one i want the delhi golf club uh, the woman this thing and i want to demonstrate how the plus and i will dare say many of those who had gathered for that lynching protest will agree with this move of the golf club will Just agree say, yes because i have spoken to three four people who i dare call friends who've said dude there's a rule no maids so no maids whether you call her governess how does it matter tumne governess bana diya to maids se governess ho gayi but point ye bol raha hu aise log wo hain aur ye log probably aise protest mein aayenge to i want to discuss this if i choose to have lunch with with my maid in any club hmm. she's my guest hmm. who are they to decide by virtue of what they see visually that she is a maid so she can't sit there on what basis on her looks yeah now i'll tell you what was told yeah. to me when i pointed out the same thing but my guest they said the problem is too many parents come and they were saying ha galat hai but there's no other way 
आई सेट वट डज दैट मीन दे सेट क्योंकि आप अगर आओ अंदर क्लब के अ लॉट ऑफ पेरेंट्स कम दिल गेट अ टेबल एंड बच्चों को मेड के साथ छोड़ देंगे सो इट सेज नो अन अकम्पनीड मेड्स सो मैनी ऑफ दम से इफ यू मेड इज अकम्पनिंग यू देन ऑफकोर्स दिस क्लब डजेंट बट एसिंग द सम क्लब्स ओवरसीज दैट अलाउ मेड एज लॉन्ग एज इज यू कांट the parents have a good time now you go take care of the kids no but i don't so understand the why are these parents why can't they just take care of their kids no, themselves but the point I've is never taken i don't think i think doesn't matter whether she is a company or not if you're signing her in as a guest he or she should be able to do whatever any other guest would do and the problem is that it is so deeply rooted in our psyche mm. because as it is we have the caste system upar se the british you know brown angrez chhod gaye i i I would say like another saying you scratch the surface you scratch the surface and so many people will be okay with this it will shock you it's i'm very 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 surprised can i just tell a personal story hmm. <laughs> we were in goa for my younger daughter's wedding and we were all in our lungis and shorts preparing for the wedding couple of days before and when the maids arrived they had prepared for the wedding and every day they were dressed to the nines hmm. and one of my my sister in law came and said they are putting us to shame we are wearing banyan and and kachhas and these women were beautifully dressed better than us mm. and so i think clothes is hardly somebody some something to decide whether they're allowed in a, a place where she's wearing a khasi whatever it is i think uh, there is a problem that a club is allowed to uh, it's a private club so they're allowed to do it that's why they're getting away with it but i think on uh, in in a country like india I think it's your freedom to lunch with whoever you please, whether it's your cook or your bearer sitting next to you. I mean, even if it's a private private club, uh, things like Delhi Golf Club and the Jim Khana Club are sitting on Latians' land, which they have been given at highly subsidized rates. If all those members were to pay at market rates for membership and subsidized alcohol that they drink, they would be paying about a hundred times more than they're paying. So, I I mean, I think I this think club should be weird. shut down. Very weird. Um, any other views on this? Sorry. Yeah, I mean, except to say that uh, you know we've always been. It, this is actually subconscious, and this is uh, sorry to repeat the term again and again, but it's social Darwinism. Hmm. When you don't even realize uh, the suffering of the other, when you don't empathize, and this is uh, this is at a level of you know, like she looks like a maid, hence like to go up to someone like how do you like just that the act of doing that is what's dark skinned. She her hair was tied back. so it it's like the look didn't like how do how does when a club has such a policy how do they go about profiling me yeah, it's, it's pata kar jata hai which is, is what is so or pata i mean if you see outside every restaurant you would have seen it says rights of rights admission reserved so this there's this I've high society lady have you ever seen this thing abroad there's this no. high society lady lovelyn sharma who dresses like a bagriyani she wears lehengas and cholis and everything and she has silver bangles from here to there and she was stopped from going into hyatt regency they thought she was a gypsy she thought they thought she was a bagriyani hmm. and she's a very loud woman she created a big stink hmm. but i think it's bizarre i really it, i can't get my mind around it to the the i think the person who would have gone up to these people and said please remove your maid i would think that he is demeaning himself in asking that that where are you coming from that you can ask such a thing but uh, you're humiliating yourself but i mean i've been mistaken for a driver that's the thing often <laughs> uh, because of in winter when i have a shawl and i have a kurta pajama and there i don't know if it still exists there used to be a club called lap at the samrat hotel which is very happening club with darjun rampal apparently owned 
I have been denied entry there because I was wearing kurta pajama. <laughs> really? Yeah. They said well, I've been I denied entry for kurta pajama at lab. Yeah. I've been denied entry in kurta pajama. There used to be a nightclub called Three Flights up in Bombay. I've been denied entry there because I've been wearing kurta pajama for the last you know. Mr. Hussain was denied yeah, entry in gym khana club. Like kurta pajamas are what we wear, Haan. and you can be denied and. It's amazing. But you know, one point I like to quickly make. I mean, one is stupidity, and you know, all these things. Uske upar se aur thob di Kiran Rijiju. He t- he said this is racial discrimination. Arey bhaiya race. Race. I mean, you know, for heaven's sake, you do by population genetics is racial mixing of you know A and I, S and I. No, this but thing. Um, uh, it's nothing to do Anand, with. Anand, there in in all fairness to him, uh, there is a, a racial thing where a lot of people presume somebody from the northeast is a maid. So it's their mistake, isn't it? when they are thinking they are of a different race it's not i mean it's an absolute blatant error mm. you know so he shouldn't have said it because what he's actually unknowingly done yes he's actually said declared that she was of a different race. race correct which That's is wrong I th- but i think he hadn't thought that he far he hadn't ahead. thought it through yeah he still hasn't thought it <laughs> okay i have a quick email and then uh, i view of trump modi meeting um if you were just to put your personal <laughs> political belief aside i think for india there is no better time to get what we want anyway but i'll just tell you that so we should actually be supporting our prime minister at this stage but this is from vidhi parikh please uh, hello to the whole nl team there is so much madhu after being called a legend here this youngster is taking away your legendary status hello to the whole nl team there is much to be appreciated in the efforts of the whole nl team but let me just say the uncomfortable Let me ride into the sunset uncomfortable Please. things today no this is regarding last nl hafta no madhu aapko to baith ke sunana hi padega how exasperated i felt listen to it i'm compelled to write because after all we must never do nothing madhu just mm. taking your advice <laughs> thank you i'll try to be comprehensive and summarize my discomfort at the comparison of hafta khors okay it's a very long mail basically what she's saying is that tell me the part where she's trashing me basically she's not trashing you she's saying that you were apparently last hafta there was something Let us know, Manisha. Award-winning journal's slippery point. Just got reminded. This is Manisha's Madhu. friend who's written this. अच्छा Manisha. <laughs> she won't call so her up and say, oh, "Take this dictation. Take this dictation." So apparently, Vidhi Parikh to fix this Madhu. What I'm getting from Vidhi Parikh is she's uh, she's young, obviously, and she said, "Mr. Urmilesh, forgo the matter of news at hand, uh, in case giving out perception street both Madhu and Mr. Urmilesh forgo the matter and news at hand. Everything became about in our time." Basically, but what the point is the generation thing that she's saying that it is you and Urmilesh apparently was saying that in our time it was our time it was, and this generation is uniquely violent uh, and this generation. Is is. No, I think there's a misunderstanding so in this. Look, I, what I was saying was that every generation, every era, there is a change of society ethos. Uh, 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 where changes take place for example in the 60s the kind of peace love generation communes came up the p- birth control pill was invented there was a freedom of of sleep flower power flower power sex all that that was a decade feminism w- black panthers there was a huge turmoil of society the gen- the word generation gap came up because there was a complete disconnect between that generation and the parents so that was that generation then for e- i won't bore everybody by going decade by decade but basically 90s was the me generation the greed den- generation that you know make it make money at all costs aspirational this we've got to make it make it make it what i was saying that at, in the danger of being um, in general generalizing my experience has been that yes there are many young people if this generation who work hard who are sincere and all that but 
there is a very strong element of entitlement of because of your youth that I'm young so I know better than you you're just an old fogey okay maybe you do but I'm not going to accept it because you're young make a good point and I will accept it I'm not forcing you to listen to to uh, obey me because I'm old I'm going to make a point so I think that this kind of ages thing is I don't know what exactly what happened between uh, what she's ob- uh, objecting to between Manisha and me uh, I think okay I'll just Whatever. put one line. She says, just because Dalits didn't protest doesn't mean they weren't treated wrongly. Just because women didn't speak out didn't mean they were beaten or brutalized. She's saying there's an articulation that happens now which may, make me made you make you seem that this generation is a more confrontational or more aggressive generation. But no, I'll listen, just, we were in the forefront standing in marches for women, we, uh, our generation. So... Uh, I don't know what the point is that this generation, I think the problem here is that what I was talking about, that the acceptance of, I don't remember what she's talking about actually, mm. because I can talk it about it. It was actually in the context of violence. Uh, you had said that this is uniquely violent and I was saying no, this that is, violence I, this, has always been. I, this is uniquely violent in terms that social media has given a platform for people for violence and abuse. Which is the point you made in today's column. Yes. Or column. So okay, I it. get that. So mm. the point is, um, Vidhi, I hope you got that clarification. Thank you for your mail. And she's from a loving listener and she loves all of us and our views. Thank you so much. Now, um, uh, we don't have much time left, so I quickly please keep your suggestions handy. Um, okay, Anand, why don't we start with you? This is my view of the Trump Modi. Trump has, you know, said enough about um, what's it called, uh, you know, Islamic terrorism, and to an extent, he and Modi are closer in ideological position than any other prime minister and president of India and US have been. If there's any time for us to get a concession, and I think on no matter where anyone stands ideologically, I don't think anyone can deny how problematic Pakistan is as a country and as an entity for India. And Osama was found there. They are the lap of terrorism. And Hillary Clinton has said that. Madeleine Albright has said that. She's called Pakistan a migraine of the world or something. What did, what did she say? The world's migraine. Isn't this the best time? Like for he, for he got you know the concession of the branded him a terrorist which India has been trying to do for the longest time. India can do get so much done right now if the opposition really wants Indian interests at heart. And if you can you get US on your side, no matter what you think of the US, if they're on your side, you're hot shit in the world. You know, I I think one couldn't be more wrong. I think it is, it is going to be one of the worst three or four years of Indo-US relations. Because they... But not think, this one went off well, what do you think? Well, what did he get? What concessions did he get? Now, the reason why I'm saying this is that people believe that acting on terrorism is something that, oh, wow, this is something that is going to help a nation immensely. Nothing of the sort. I mean, even if U.S. did not help us uh, combating terrorism at all, if U.S. was an enemy, okay, it's not going to make that much of a difference to did how Did anything we happen combat- on the visas? That is what I'm saying. Both because both men think alike, and because Trump is so pro jobs, you know, generating American jobs, having this climate change, not paying the money to other developing countries, I think we are actually looking at one of the worst uh, three or four years in terms of India gaining something out of U.S. Whoa. Okay, that's yeah. I hadn't because even uh, considered I mean Trump that. is a Twitter president, 
and, and you basically know, it's he, America fact, first and for Modi it's India first so they are similar in their goals but Modi is smarter than I think Modi is smarter than Trump Modi will fact, know how I to play to, a guy totally, no, but, totally, uh, totally Modi is not Except in a position to play the guy you see because even in, in fact I wanted to ask Govind you see Trump I, I, I just saw it fleetingly he actually said that India Prime Minister Modi has uh, you know ordered 100 Boeings that's good for us that's you know whatever <laughs> Now, and this, we are the ones who make Air the India best India point. Is ordered this. So, I mean, we lutia dubi, and here we lutia dubegi. What I'm trying so to say is, what did he get in exchange for us agreeing to buy those Boeing's? You know, so he is concerned about American jobs, America getting more money. So, I don't know how this is going to work out. If he, if he kind of dilutes his original, but you know, the point is, his position has always been of a businessman, of a you know this kind of getting uh, the best deal, basically. getting the best deal, and you know, Twitter thing, bravado, and all that. Manisha, your he, view? He'll find it. Very difficult to back out. I agree with Anna. I think that Trump is just too tumultuous a person to expect anything. I mean, it's just you never know. Ha, ka dega, fir jaake bolega nahi. Actually, I don't feel like. Obama ke saath tha Modi ne ke saath thoda gale mil lete hain. Ab ye jara, you know, fifty thousand jobs ke liye hum America mein kar do. Chalo, Obama ne kya? Yahan pe no, but how do I do it? Because I have to, you know, Trump would say I have to tweet. Also, he's such a psycho. Like you never know no, what he'll, he'll say. say I have made a promise of that many jobs for the country. For the country. Yeah. So I have to live up to my campaign promises. So there is a clash of uh, clash of um, interest because each uh, leader of the country yeah. has the same interests. Yeah. Plus, I mean, unprecedented so somebody him has blaming, to give. him saying that you know India is asking us to pay them for climate. I mean, that was unprecedented yeah, and but, downright. But that's what he says about everything. So I don't think Modi will take that too much. And I don't think Modi should have hugged him at all because the man is a jomophobe. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like to I'm hug grim- people. Yeah. But I think Modi hugged? should have. Kyunki- how much he hugged him? उटनी छाती Have you, no notice it it's women do the opposite in a jappi yeah women you know you uh, lean uh, back because so you don't want the top upper contact yeah so but here but here <laughs> he just sideways so he doesn't want the tone contact so he one foot away he stops and then he leans over taki tone piche raja chhati aa jaye very nice as long as he, modi ji <laughs> doesn't do what jeremy corbin uh, did with high five ah. are, with who we are okay <laughs> with you, who? you haven't seen that video what is that jeremy corbin did uh, what High okay, five! You have to see that. To whom? Video. It's the link is at the bottom. There's no. a woman uh, who I think won the uh, uh, the MP election, and Jeremy Corbyn did the high five, except that the woman's <laughs> hand did not come. So, <laughs> so no, but okay. So, but, but seriously speaking, I think one of the biggest problems India has had in its foreign relation, whether it was uh, Nixon, thana, who was who hated Indira Gandhi, Nixon, yes. and. and they have been in spite of overwhelming evidence the world over of pakistan being such a problem and i think it's it's a failed state still us has always backed them over us probably because of our alignment to the ussr and that has been the 
No, but even no now, one, that if they think if they close engagement, they'll have lost the no, fight no, against but terror. But I think if there's any They're time, just using it as a gate. No, but if there's at any time where the palada can be in our favor, whether you use and this, you know, Allah will strike me down with a bolt for saying this, but if you can use a very horrible quality or horrible flaw in a person like Islamophobia, which I think Trump has, to get concessions on Pakistan. This is the time to do it. There will be never be another time. Well, I think uh, uh, so. I agree. We may not get jobs and all on it. But you will definitely get concessions of Pakistan that no other president, I think U.S. president, will ever get. Them give. calling this guy a global terrorist one day before his yeah, arrival it's a, it's was a that concession. Yeah. But yeah, I think in all of this, we're forgetting China. I think what what's happening, what happened in Sikkim. And then them stopping uh, the Amarnath. I think China will play. What is going on a, there? And you I think America, Pakistan, Chodo, having wrestling China matches. is the real. It's the real fear that we. And okay. they'll. Thanks, Badri. And 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 we've read your mail uh, and we've shared it with everybody. But sorry, I haven't had the time to read it because you have to have recommendations before you wind up. Uh, so does anyone want to start or can I start? Unless someone has anything else to discuss, Anand, Manisha, Madhu. No, no, it's fine. Okay, so. Um, this one Anand will love and I thought of him when I heard it. It is Planet Money episode 779 Shrimp Fight Club. It's about this shrimp. Uh, you may be aware of it. I've seen the Disc- uh, Discovery Channel. It's called the uh, Mantis Shrimp I think it's called and it's punch underwater can smash glass. It breaks the shells of the crab or the you know clams it eats with its... Now they are figuring out there's some uh, phenomenon called the um, shit these scientific things are basically when you take something very hard through water it creates so much heat which mm-hmm. is almost as much as the surface of the sun so and the friction of the water you can't that shear that viscous drag mm-hmm. compromises how bullet you know bullet slows down right. water so this shrimp sponge is faster than a bullet and somehow it has a technology that it it the water's viscous drag doesn't stop its sponge so earth university and scientists were studying this shrimp to figure how they can use this technology to make lighter, you know, armors. Mm-hmm. To, and how a senator there said this funding, they are making fight clubs with shrimp and how scientists have to go there in such a great practice to present why our research grant is not useless and this is what we're doing with it. Right. It's a really interesting one that how grants are given and how they're justified and how people try to kill them because they can't understand the... I mean, for him who doesn't have a scientific bent, they are... Sh- Prawns ke saath games khel rahe <laughs> Time pass ke liye. So uh, that's, a, that's one suggestion. And the other is just a beautiful, I just think intelligent conversations. Uh, you learn so much, especially if you know the two people are disagreeing with each other, but yet continue to converse. Something happening here by Christopher Lydon. Uh, I really like it. And I just think it's lovely the way they disagree with each other and still continue, which is what we also like to do here or try to at least sometimes we succeed, sometimes we fail. And they continue that dialogue. Um, that's why I love this podcast. Those are my suggestions. Um, Anand? Uh, yeah, two suggestions. One would be to read uh, Manisha's piece on uh, Junaid, uh, Junaid's lynching. And the other would be uh, Jaggi's piece in Swarajya on Air India, where, where he says the government would have to pay money to sell Air India. And that reminded me of... A uh, uh, lovely short story by O. Henry, where you know two uh, bandits they kidnap a young boy, uh, and then they uh, they ask the parents for ransom, and the the father says, "Well, let's wait for a week, 
and what happens was the boy is so naughty that in the end the parents ask for the so the the, kid, the, kid, the kidnappers <laughs> actually pay the parents to take, take the, boy the boy back, back. so uh, that i thought so, that was a very so nice jaggi's uh, position is that they won't get any buyers is that what he's saying but he's uh, you know he's a bit circumspect because I, as govin also said 40000 crores uh, debt 40000 crore losses who the hell is going to buy it uh, but the po- and that's why i'm not very um, elated or you know kind of jumping for joy with what has happened as today's reports also suggest that i mean the unions are going to have a field day they're going to go on strike and this is going to drag on and i don't think they're going to get it privatized before 2019 i find it when anand mahindra tweeted mm-hmm. out today saying a very courageous man will it'll take a very courageous man to invest in air india so he tweeted out and somebody said sir Mahindra sir, will you do it? And he's like, I can generally consider myself courageous, but I'm not that courageous. <laughs> hmm. So, Manisha, um, your suggestion? I will suggest uh, uh, the caravan piece on uh, report on Junaid Khan's murder. How passengers on a train compartment discarded their humanity. I think it's very important to really come to terms with what happened that day. And um, a New Yorker piece, my dentist's murder trial. I'm just, I've just been reading a lot of macabre stuff these okay. days. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, myself and macabre, macabre. Myself and Manisha were discussing, you know, about this Junaid thing and this thing. And uh, you know, while doing some search, I found the barbarism. You know, some one man was lynched because he stole uh, garlic. Another man was lynched because he stole a mango. You remember us. those videos of two kids who were tied yeah. up and so, you know, hammered? Just, I don't know where it was, Meerut Saharanpur or something. Hmm. Madhu? Uh, well, I, this is kind of offbeat, not really journalism, but I enjoyed it. It's a guy called Mark Manson. Uh, the title of the uh, st- article is The Surprising Benefits of Being Slightly Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And, uh, I, I want to read that, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Sounds interesting. On that note, thank you all for joining us. Do subscribe if you haven't already. Uh, listen to News Laundry Hafta for our views, our agreements and our disagreements. I'm sorry, Anand, if at all I came across my as a good person. My apologies from everyone. That wasn't was my like intention. No, it was deep, like an interview. I deep, deep apolo- uh, apologies. I hope I passed. There's nothing. Yes, with <laughs> flying colors. Uh, but we still have that... podcast which is someone asked me but you me, know what can i just that? add one thing huh. that when all of it was going on uh and screaming and yelling and all that i did have an one part of my brain saying this is good for the podcast <laughs> <laughs> you were you you were channeling your arnab yeah okay no but um yes. honestly i uh, the uh, objectivity subjectivity debate because that podcast is lying unfinished in, on karthik's table which we have to finish between the two of us I in that know. conversation but we'll do that hopefully next week so and thank you all listeners for joining in do give us your comments and feedback on contact at newslaundry.com or you can leave your abuse on the twitter timeline or in the comment section below uh, but yeah try to have you know critical but valuable inputs because we do want to hear what you think uh, especially if you disagree with us i think that's a healthy sign And today's song goes out to Mr. Modi, who I should have dedicated this earlier to when he did a Nine Nation tour, or whatever. But this time it is only three nation. For how many nations was it? Three. So, Modi ji, this is for you. We love you, and I love your hugging move. <laughs> Thank you.
the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. 